there. What's up, ladies? That's right. It's that time of year again. So I'm out here looking for a feed man, Haina. That's right. I'm out here buying roses for whoever's going to be my next Ruka. And I'm not even picky like that. Nah, I don't care if you got stretch marks, tattoos, and bullet wounds. Chale. I don't even care if you got all kinds of kids. Actually, the more kids you got, the better. And I'm not playing around. I'll play the daddy role on the reels. I'll take them to the parque. I'll buy them their bag of hot chetos. I'm for real. And not just because it's Valentine's in two weeks. I'm doing it because it's tax season and I need those dependents. So get at me ASAP 626-824-2329. I'm done. Hey, this is Brett Myers, and listen to Corner Pub Sports. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Corner Pub Sports. Fuck me in my ass, man. Yeah. Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Corner Pub Sports coming at you here live on a Friday night. What's going on? What's up, you fucks? Band-Aids don't fix bullet holes. <laughs> Polsky said, was that Cheech opening the show? You can you keep on knocking, but you can come in. Um, Let me to a con, man. Let me to a con. What is going on, everybody? Of course, I wear my sister's clothes. If you're here on YouTube, Facebook, watching us on Twitter, we thank you. And of course, if you're with a pair of pantyhose, downloading the show, we I'm appreciate suck it. it to me because I tell <laughs> me how to live. I don't listen to them because my head is like a sieve. <laughs> I was actually watching the beginning of um, um, from Dust Till Dawn again when he does that whole rant. The beginning outside of the store, the outside the, uh, mm-hmm. the bar, yeah. That's a great movie, man. man. Comments are flying in here. So welcome to the show. <clears throat> we got a full one tonight. We're That's gonna, what she uh, said. We're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna talk some uh, Phillies tonight. We're gonna talk some Eagles. A lot happened. Uh, we were off last week, so with a couple new hires. We're gonna go over the free agent list. It's true. Um, we are hey, going. Phil, you, we, hey, hey Macholsky, when you learn how to put your head on a bat and spin around without bleeding, then you can talk to me, brother. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, oh here call, we go. He called him Macholsky. <laughs> Macholsky. Uh, we're gonna talk some uh, flyers of what's left of them. We got SG Carter joining us tonight. It's been a while since he's been on the show. Uh, he's gonna talk some uh, some uh, UFC with us, and I think we're gonna start with the Sixers, but we do have two announcements to make. Two announcements. One is two weeks from the night, and this is just for us because, you know, you guys aren't invited. It's, it's bad enough that he's inviting us. Yeah. But Math, Matthew Edwards, a.k.a. No idea. the owner of the Relief Room, is inviting us to his place for St. Paddy's Day. 
We are doing a live remote from the relief room. If you're not following him on Twitter and you're a Phillies fan, you need to stop what you're doing and follow him. Uh, yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, so, just in case, for those who aren't familiar, he basically uh, has a shrine of relief pitchers who pitch for the Phillies. And there are a couple exceptions. I, I'd love to go through the list again. I'm sure he'll do it. Uh, a shrine of relief pitchers who pitch for the Phillies in his bathroom. In his bathroom. In his bathroom. So, St. Patty's Day in the shitter. That's the per. That's it. That's gonna yep. be the- <laughs> That might be the name yeah. of our show. Yep. Yeah. That'll be awesome. Um, so, he's taking his shit and he tells fucking, hey, Steve, hand me some toilet paper. Phil, Phil Segarig follows him in the toilet to let him wipe him. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. Phil is on fire tonight. Uh, Sean's fired. Oh, man, that's good. Anyway. Uh, you know Phil just sits at home all week and he's like, all right, what am I going to write up for Gary this week? All right. Yeah, he's got it. It's all at right. the 15-minute mark, I'm going to pull this one out. <laughs> <laughs> His first three are scripted. <laughs> he's like the Andy Reid of jokes. He, yeah. he, 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 secretly, he secretly wants to fuck me in the ass. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, man. Oh, um, uh, and also, there we go. He's waiting for that. And on April 7th, uh, we are doing our anniversary show. The first time we're doing an anniversary show in three years. And we're going to be at Naked Brewing in Huntington Valley. And you are welcome to come to that one. So that is open to everybody. What is that? Naked Brewing Company, April 7th. Friday, April 7th. Mm. Well. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. I, I sent out the link to everybody. It's our anniversary yeah, show, dude. I'm in Pittsburgh. Well, ah. Yeah, I guess they're not making that one then. Uh, but everyone else who isn't going to Schittsburg can come out to uh, hang with us. Schittsburg. <laughs> at Nika Brewing. fuck up your Roethlisberger. That's cold. Ugh. Yeah, so it Hopefully should be. That's not what I'm saying about the Roethlisberger, right? <laughs> I haven't had that would be, that would don't, don't, up, right? don't, Mike, don't order a Roethlisberger. It's fucking awful. Is there coleslaw on it? Yes. All right, well, then I'm doesn't, anyway. the, doesn't their standard burger just come like that, though? It's at that, uh, that, the one begins with, what's the name of that? The Brothers. What the hell's the name of that place? The famous place in Pittsburgh? It begins with a P. No. The Pussy Brothers? Penguins? <laughs> <laughs> That's real mature. Real mature, Ryan. That's a piss burger. <laughs> I forget what it's called. Something Brothers. I forget what it's called. but Piss Brothers. But, yeah, that's what they're known for, is that coleslaw and french fries on their burger. That's disgusting. Fucking awful. Yeah, yeah it's pretty bad. We, I remember we sat there, we're like, what is it? What do you mean? Like, what is this? This is not what I ordered. Oh, that's what we do. Like, get this off my burger. That's what we do here. I'm like, this is terrible. It's a bad idea. Yeah. I wonder Pittsburgh. Like, like. What's there is steel mills and fucking rivers. Yeah. And ketchup. And ketchup. Apparently, their stadium, the, the Steelers stadium is not called the Heinz Field anymore. Yeah, it's, I thought they changed It's that, some right? insurance company yeah. thing now, yeah. So they had to take That's the bottle cool. off it. And yeah, they did. That was actually pretty cool. It's the, yeah. It's still a shithole. Yeah, they might have. Nah, their new stadium yeah, Imagine nice. how many hot dogs you could put. You know, exactly, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We actually. I think we're gonna try and catch. I think we're gonna try and catch a uh, 
well, I'm going to try and catch a uh, a Pirates game. It'll there be you opening go. Weekend, it's not the first day, but we'll maybe get a second night. There you go. What are you yeah, going there for? Or huh? are you going there? Visiting my sister. Oh man, you got to plan better than that. Fucking shithole Pittsburgh. <laughs> That's cool, man. No, I mean I. Peterson said it's, that. it's yeah. Easter. It's Easter weekend, and that was the only time that Maddie had off to. Oh, uh, gotcha. Okay. So now you're blaming your kid. No, so it's Maddie's fault. Yeah, you're not Maddie's making our fault. eighth, yeah. our eighth year, eight year anniversary show. Yeah. No, it's the fucking Easter Bunny's <laughs> fault. <laughs> what if this is the last? Time? <laughs> Where I guess it's Jesus. Well, murder him. Don't murder him. Don't murder him. Well, he's already dead. Fuck him. Yeah, don't blame. <laughs> yeah. Don't blame Jesus. It has nothing to do with yeah. this. Oh, of course, we need Ricky Ticky Tabby. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, is that a serious question? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Um, I mean, he may not know. I mean, it, yeah, he yeah. Know. Uh, yeah. So, should be fun, man. Next next couple of weeks, we got a couple of remotes planned. So, again, March seventeenth, relief room, close to the public, but it's gonna be fun for us. And then April seventh, it'll be fun for us, but Mike, at uh. <laughs> So three quarters of us will do the eight-year anniversary show. <laughs> it's part time <true>. talk. Mike's like a. We'll let you call in. You could be a guest. I can't make this week. Yeah. Can't make that week. Can't make this week. Oh, that yeah. one I'm out. That one I'm out. Yeah. Oh, You're turning, retiring? He's turning to Gary. <laughs> I'm EPF forever, guys. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Keep fucking talking. See what happens. Part time. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, all right, so what are we drinking? What are we he's drinking? Like, he's like Brett Favre. He might be there. He might not. He's like Tom Brady coming back, <laughs> leaving, coming back, leaving. Well, we got to eliminate his benefits because he's part time. <laughs> wait, no, wait we get benefits? I just know. Yeah, when that happened? Fuck. <laughs> I just noticed Gary's got dedication on, on yeah, yeah. his name. So there's a story behind that. Yeah. Oh, so, so Mateo could put out a new song, which is fucking. Excellent. You know, the Kings oh are back, right? It's it called, you know, back. If Darkness Had a Son. And Here I am. And the bit that... Darkness is! And one of the main lyrics in it is, Temptation, Temptation, Leave Me Be. It's literally the first thing he says. Right. And it's and, clear as day. And Gary's been texting all night, Dedication, Dedication. Uh, like, what, are you, what are you doing? Dedication. I didn't know what he was talking about. So finally I told him, it's temptation, you nut. Whatever. <laughs> it's about as clear it's as It's still badass, though, right? Fuck it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a great fucking song. I haven't heard it. I'll, I'll listen to it after. Oh, you haven't heard it yet? If Darkness oh, had a son, here I am. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can check it out when you're in Pittsburgh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I will. I'm going to have six oh. hours of a fucking drive. I'll have plenty of time oh, to man. check it out then. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are we drinking, guys? I'm a uh, beer. I went back to the old reliable. I got some uh, rum and zero sugar Coke going on. There you go. I was pre-gaming earlier, so I'm keeping it light with uh, a little bit of Heine. Oh, uh, grab a little Heine. Uh, I got a... Uh, I got a little black and whiskey. Speaking of Metallica. Black and yep. in the air. A little black and whiskey and, uh, and uh, Sprite. That's what I'm doing. There you got the Iron Hill Cryptic Haze. There you go. So, of course, mine is in my 76ers. Cryptic Haze. Cryptic Haze. 
Cryptic Haze. Cryptic Haze. What are you mocking Watch me, out before I kiss no. this guy. <laughs> All right, let's get in the Sixers. Now, you know what? They don't deserve that. That's a, good, that's a good reason. They don't deserve that song. They don't deserve that song. They suck. All right? I'm just saying it. I don't know where Mike's going to stand on this. <laughs> Gary walks away. They suck. I am, I'm so disgusted with this team right now and the effort or lack thereof that they're putting through right now. They should be a much better team than they are. The bench is absolutely hard. Absolutely hard. Um, George Niang can hit a shot now. You know, you got up and down Tyrese Maxey who, you know. He's on the upside now. He's on the upside now, but, like. Showing the start at least. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or a Sunday when they play again. Like, you don't know. I I don't know, man. You know what's going to (laughs) happen. They're not going to Milwaukee and beating that team. Yeah, it is tomorrow. That's right. They're They're home too, right? They're not going to beat Milwaukee. No, they're 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 home. That's even more of a reason they're going to lose. And I got to tell you. Dave Peterson's drinking Jose Cuervo. Oh, wow. And I got to tell you, I think they slipped down a Maybe the fifth seed before the playoffs start. Um, they got the toughest ska- remaining schedule in the NBA. I heard yeah. that. E- easily the yeah. toughest. Dude. Right. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I'm sorry. I cut, like, kind of jumped in here. So, no, but no, I kinda, go. go. I kind of – I'm where you're at. Like, it's not even emotional for me anymore. I'm almost checked out on them. That's where I'm at. Um, I, I just – it's the same – Thing. Nothing has changed in Embiid's seven-year career here. Like nothing's changed. Nothing. They're at the same exact spot they were the first year they made the playoffs with Embiid. Yeah. The same exact spot. On paper, same exact spot that they've been in since two thousand one. They're not getting out of the second round. Yeah, Phil. Phil saying they're not getting past the first round. They might no, not. They'll make it out of the first round. I, they probably should. Well, I don't know. They dropped to the fifth seed. They might not. Because then you had your match up with Who the Heat. With? Or you're beating you're beating the Heat or the Cavs. Okay. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. Are they are. Yeah. Because they're so good, Mike. They're better than the Heat and the Cavs. I don't know, man. <clears throat> okay. I just. Playoffs are about your bench and about your depth and rotations. And Doc, and River, Doc Rivers has shown – perfect. Doc Rivers has shown over and over he doesn't know how to handle that. Right. I mean, last night was a, that was a great sign. Of, like, you want to put Tyrese Maxey back in the starting lineup, fine. It cannot be last night against that team. You needed DeAndre Melton out there to, for defense. because Agreed. Because James Harden doesn't play a lick of it. So, like, <laughs> he coached himself out of the game before the game started. So, I agree with that. Um, so, I, and it's just the same recurring theme with them over and over and over and over. You could have started this road trip after coming off two good home wins. They should have beat the Celtics at home. They were up 15, prime time at home. You got to win that game if you want to be taken seriously. And then the game at, against the Heat. There was no excuse for that. No excuse. The Heat were the 28th-ranked three-point shooting team in the NBA. They came in and shot 44% that night because the Eagle, the, the Sixers cannot play a lick of perimeter defense. That game last night against Dallas, I, that was insane. It was back and forth in the first half, back and forth with no defense whatsoever. And remember, Sixers last year <clears throat> had a lot of pride in their defense. 
a lot of pride. They were a better defensive team last Way year. Way better last year. And who, How were they better last year? They right. were. They, they were. just were. Who, who did they have that was better? I mean, Thibel was probably playing better. Yeah. Maxie was playing better last year defensively. You had uh, Drummond. Or, yeah. Yeah. Drummond. Drummond. No, Drummond. You traded until, Drummond. Until you, you traded, traded Drummond. Until you traded him. For for right. But you still had him right. for half the year. I mean, he was. Uh, and you had Dwight Howard a year before that, right? Yeah, he well, he didn't play. Right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. They had somebody else that was half decent on the back. Danny Green, right? Was he last year or no? Yeah, well, until the – Until he got – yeah, until it was he last got hurt. Year. Yeah. So, yeah. And he was – like, he's he's a veteran player that changed. And now, that that may be the saving grace with this team. They still – I still don't believe they'd get out of the second round. With they who they have – Horford last year, too. With, who? What's Horford. that? No. No. Fuck that guy. No, he's no. the Celtics killing us. So, um, with who they well, signed. He play for the Sixers. Mm-hmm. The veterans, that they may be a team that plays better in the playoffs than they are in the regular season. I, But even if that's the case, I still don't believe there's any chance they beat the Celtics or the box in the second round. No. Okay. Can I? Yeah. Go okay. Yeah, make me a believer, Mike. I'm not trying to make you a believer. <laughs> and I saw his face. Da, 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 da. Now, I'm, now a I'm a believer. I think the Sixers trace. could be I'm a believer. Yeah, I could leave her fifth best, if I tried. Maybe fourth best. Maybe even, dare I say, third best team in the league. Say that again, Mike. The Sixers are the third or fourth best team in the league. In in the NBA, yes. No, no, no. Well. Record-wise, they have the fourth-best record right now. Do they not? Okay. Do, do you think that they're, they didn't earn their record? No. Because it's the NBA, and the regular season doesn't matter to anybody. So if the regular season doesn't matter to anybody, why are we so pissed off at what they're doing now? Because you, you're projecting, but like you see, like you think this team is beating the Celtics or the Bucks in the second round, like seriously? Mike. No, because the first and second team are the Bucks and the Celtics. They're the one and two, and so, they're far and away better than the so third best any, team. So does any of that, anything else matter? That they're the fourth, that the, even if they're the fourth best team in the league in the regular season, does that matter? It no, it's not just a regular season. They could be the third or fourth best team in the league, but the first and second best team are <clears throat> far enough ahead of them to where it's a problem, to where they're not right. getting out of the second round because they're going to face one of those two teams in the second round, mm-hmm. and that's going to be the end of their season. And it should be the end of this reign, honestly. Yeah, so, but, but, but that's, that, that, that's what I'm not understanding with your say. point. Like, what's the – where's you the op- – Where's the – He's going you, Ryan. Not, what – He's schooling you. He's not schooling me. Where's the optimism for this team coming in, knowing that they're not they're going to lose in the second round? I didn't say it was optimistic. I just said that everyone's saying that they're a mediocre team. They're not mediocre. They're a good team. They're just not good enough okay. to get over the hump. They're good so against they're teams average. that aren't as good or better they're, than them. They're an average team. Is the, third, not, best, is the th- third best team in the NBA this average? This year, yes. They can't beat anybody. They can't beat anybody that's up to their talent level or better. They right. haven't been able to do it all year. 
they play. Always, they they beat all these teams years. that are worse than. I mean, th- that's the teams they win against. They can't. Any team that has any team, any team that they've any come team, across up to their potential, or maybe even slightly lower, I, they struggle or I, lose against. Any them. team that has two stars, they don't. Beat. They can't beat. They can't. They beat they Memphis. Yeah, but that, I mean, so Memphis, Memphis was the fourth, Memphis is one Memphis of the, is the second team in the in the Western Conference. So Memphis is one of the few good wins they've had this year. It's one of the few. Cleveland. They beat Cleveland. You Cleveland's just, right yeah, behind just, them in the standings. Yeah, but we just said that they're a better team than Cleveland, though. Right, and they're the, <clears throat> Cleveland's a four seed. Mike the said they're a better team than Cleveland. We didn't say it's, it. It's the same old shit the way it's been the past five years. And I'm sorry. I, I, I agree, but they're but to say they're mediocre or average is not true. I didn't say that. I just said I didn't, No. I used the word average. Uh, I, and I just said I hate them. And, right this, and this year, the third – and I think the best team in the NBA is an average team. I'm just I, I, that doesn't make sense though. How could the third best team? Because the NBA is a joke. It's just what it is. You got three, four teams that are legitimate title contenders, and that's it. And, and the, the Sixers are not one of them. It's always been that way, right? So the Sixers are not one of them. You got the Bucks. You got the Celtics. You got the um, I guess the Nuggets. Do Not the Nuggets, the, um, the the fucking one the that Suns? Yo- the, the one that Jokic plays for. That's the Nuggets. All right, the Nuggets right. and the Suns. Okay, so <laughs> the Nuggets have Go never kid. made it out of the second round either. I don't care what the Nuggets have done though. Like I don't care. Yeah, but you're saying that they're a contender, but the Sixers they're better aren't. than the Sixers. Anytime the Sixers play them, Jokic fucking goes all over and beat. I thought that they no, he doesn't. no, I th- no, he doesn't. no, I think they they beat and B's been and B's been and B's taking care of. All right, I'm staying corrected. They're better than the Nuggets. Woohoo! But the Nuggets are the number one seed in the uh, West. Are they the best team in the West? And Memphis is number. Are two. they the best team in the West? Who when the, the playoffs come around, are they the best team in the West? Who is the best team in the West? Phoenix? Probably. I would say. Okay. With Durant, maybe Phoenix. Other than that, who else is there? Look out for the Mavericks Memphis? now, too, man. Yeah, look out for them. And no, because the Mavericks have been struggling since they got Kyrie. Unless they figure it out. Yeah, I mean. I'm taking my, ch- I'm taking my chances with Luka, Kyrie, Tim Hardaway Jr. Jr. over the Sixers. I think the Mavericks have a better shot of moving on. Than the Sixers, though, only because it's Embiid. You're you may be right and about who? that, but you may be right about that. But if you switch and you put the Sixers in the Western Conference, I think they come out of the Western Conference. No way! No they're, way. Not they're not the beating the Suns. They're not beating the Suns. They're not beating the. They might not beat the Grizzlies in a seven-game series. They beat the Grizzlies during the They beat the them once. They beat them once, and they had to come back from twenty-five down. Doesn't that say something, though? That the Grizzlies blew a 25-point lead? Or like, you have confidence. You have yeah, but confidence. I mean, that's the thing is, like, if the Sixers blew a 25-point lead, you'd be like, they're the biggest piece of shit on earth. But if they come back from a 25-point lead, you're like, oh, well, it's the other team's well, fault. Mike, the, 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 Grizzlies, the Grizzlies dominated that game until the last 10 minutes. And the Sixers So because – Right, but the, the, they dominate them for three over three quarters of the game. There's a lot so of games because where that the, happens. Right, so but because the Sixers come back and win that game, you're confident that the Sixers could beat the Grizzlies in a seven game series. Who's defending John Morant if he's not in prison? Am I? Am I confident? More on like, that later. I think they have a better than a fifty fifty shot. 
Breaking news. You are definitely much more bought into this team than I am. I'm not bought in. I said that they're going to lose in the second round. I'm agreeing with you. I just think that you guys are being a little bit too harsh on the fact that. But how is it being too harsh when they haven't gotten out of the second round in 20 years? I'll explain where I'm coming from. It's the same shit. I'm not. I don't care who they're better than. I don't care. They're not getting out of the second round again for the 23rd straight year. Yeah, I think like you. Comparing the West and what are six, all that is all null and void. Because like, I don't mean to be dismissive, it is because it doesn't matter. Because when you just look at this team, they're not better than the top two teams in the East. I'm not sure they're much better than the Heat or the Cavs. They're not going to win nothing. Um, they're just not. And it's not because you know Harden and Embiid are having good, great seasons. They're both of them having good seasons. Maxi, if he comes up, but that's it. Their bench is flat out terrible. Their coaching is terrible. Their, their bench is better. Terrible. Their bench is better this year than it was last year, though. As Sean, much the as front it, office is terrible, it might be. But I, I don't like know. That, like Mari is terrible. Like you're, you're not going to win anything with him. You're just not. Yeah, I you're mean, not going to win anything with him. You're not going to win anything with Doc Rivers. You're not going to win anything. I just think I'm. I'm not going to spend my time investing in a team where I know they're not getting out of the second round That's again. That's what I mean. Like, and, that's where I'm and, at. and to me, like like Ryan said, they're basically. We've had this conversation in the past, <clears throat> and I'm trying. I'm not going to get upset about it at this right. point because I last year I was upset about it, and I think that's where I was kind of like, all right, I'm kind of done. You know, if they blew this up, they blew it up. Like I would have been like, okay, fine. They went out and signed all these guys, and then it's not working out. I so I can't blame Maury for that, Gar, <clears throat> because he had. He he knew where his weaknesses were, and, and he, he went out them. and he tried to address them, and it's just not working out. Now, what I'm wondering is if the weakness was toughness, why are they getting out-rebounded? I don't understand. Oh, that, that's out. That's insane to me, yeah. Like, why are they getting outworked and out? Because Embiid's the only one who can do it. Harden's you know not coming up again. Harden rebounded. almost yeah. averages a triple-double, though. Yeah, but they're hollow numbers. Yeah, like he – They're hollow numbers. Like, the you know what I mean? are good. The Sixers are good. They're a good basketball team, but they're not great. Yes, they're a good. Yes, and that's kind team. of my they're point. Very, they're, they're a they're, good basketball team, but they're not great. Right, and that's kind of what my point was. They're a good basketball team, and the third best team is a good basketball team. Yeah, but they're they not quite and, not great. So yeah, congratulations for me to come out. And you got a good they, team. For me to come out and say they suck. Yeah, it's a little harsh. That's that's me being a little. That's you emotional. getting emotional and, and because and I know pissed. what's coming. And I'm not, I'm not falling for it again. I'm done. Like I'm right. not, I'm not and falling that's where for I'm it. I'm not invested in them anymore. Like it just is what it is. So, and, and I don't mean to be sarcastic or anything. Like when I clap my hands, but congratulations, you got a good basketball team. But Thanks. I mean, Ryan, that Thanks. that's hard enough to get there. Oh fuck it's that! Hard. They've been there for 23 years. Fuck that! So no, sorry, bro. No, <laughs> no, but it's not good they, enough. But what could they do? I don't know. I don't work for. I don't work in the front office of the NBA. I don't know, Mike. See, this is the thing, though. Like, oh, no, yeah, with him. Th- this, you know this is mean, what's Ryan, going like, on here. Like, 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 like that, this is the points that need to be made, Ryan. This is why the you process I mean? was a failure. Yeah, because the process was sure. the process is supposed to get you superstars and put you over the top. And you are now. You had one year where you were the number one seed. One year. The other years you were near the top. And you exit, but all those years you exited in the first or second round. I don't know if you can call the process. As total, at the, 
Because I do. Because you were supposed to win championships. But, but, but you, right, you but were. You remained right. relevant. Sixers right. ain't done a fucking thing since they had it. But they were relevant right. before right. that. Right. But you, huh? they, they weren't relevant before no. that. No. They, 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 they were, were seven nobody, and eight seed, but they were still a relevant team making the playoffs. That's they relevant. Were, they were making a playoffs, but nobody. They were making runs as equal to what they're doing now. I understand that. But when they made the runs back then, there wasn't hype about it. There wasn't like a, they got a shot. Yeah. I, I, they weren't. If, like, what, where I'm coming from with, I don't know if you could completely call the process a failure, is it did give you, and you at the time it was the right picks. It did give you Markel Fultz. It did give you Ben Simmons. The fact that them. Joel, don't forget the, Okafor. Okafor. The, the fact, don't forget Okafor. The fact that them two turned into emotionally weak like and soft as tissue kind of people. The Sixers couldn't project. You know, you know what they are like. They're like that one ply toilet paper when you go to wipe your butt and your finger and your goes finger right goes through, through it. Right you got shit it. on your finger. Yeah, and you're like, oh, oh Brian, did, Brian, didn't that start with Nolan's Noel? No, so Noel was, was fine. Noel was okay. Noel wasn't what he um, was just a piece in the process. Yeah, and they ended up trading him and getting something. They actually got something for him and in return, I think picks and stuff and whatever. But uh, Michael Carter Williams, same thing. Michael right. Carter Williams is he, a good player. He um, won the rookie of the year. Drew Holiday, good player. Although Drew was now, Drew's, Drew's Drew was, pretty good. Yeah. Well, the trade yeah. trading Drew is what started the process. Yeah. You right. traded he was Drew too for good. Not, he was too good for you to be yeah. able to pro- right. Right. Process. Right, yeah. team. That was so 13. you trade you traded him for Drew, um, and you ended up with Nerlens and Noel. I think it was right. Carter Williams and Noel. In that? I, mean, the I think it was that six, like draft. That. six and ten. Yeah, you drafted him. Right, six and ten. Or six and eleven, or and something. then if the the following off season, Sam Hinkie traded them both. Right, rookie of the year. Was yep. that the year with Pokahor? Uh, yeah, I think that was the year they drafted no. Pok. No, that was the year Embiid they drafted. was first. And I mean, that was the year they drafted Embiid, and he sat out for two years. And then you signed. And then you the, 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 the his second year sitting out the draft before that is when you drafted Pokahor. Which because it was like an insurance thing. He it was should have drafted Persingas. But yeah, he yeah. did say he wasn't Przingis playing didn't, here. But Przingis yeah. didn't actually do anything either. He's still in the NBA. He averages 14 points a game and 12 boards. Dude. Well, I mean, I guess that's better than what Pokafor. Right. Yeah, yeah. I would have right. taken Pokafor. Pokafor, yeah. Under, under the oh, – uh, with the Ben Franklin, right? Under the, or D'Angelo these... Russell. I mean, D'Angelo Russell – well, actually, I, I would have taken Russell. Get under the bridge! Actually, Russell was taken right before Okafor anyway. So right. Anyway. That, so that there was no other choice. He, yeah. You had to take Okafor there. And then he get fleeced by the team that – you should be looking at going, this is how we should be doing things. Right. Oh, don't forget we can solve faults. Well, that's, well, that's what, what we're talking about. That's what I was just about to say. say and that, that's another thing. People look back and say you're going to look at that that draft as what did it. you mm. you got to remember. No. At the, the time. Celtic, the Celtics were not trading you the number one pick if there was any inclination of you taking Jason Tatum. Right. The Celtics guy was Jason Tatum. They were not going to jeopardize when they found out that the Sixers wanted Markel Fultz, they were like, oh, really? And I forget who was picking second that year, but they knew they weren't going to take him. Right. There was so Brian, so you, can't, you can't look back danger, and say danger, what danger. You can't look back and say what destroyed it was taking Markel Fultz over Jason Tatum because there was none of that. You were never going to get Jason Tatum. Yes. Never going to get, never going to get. Right. Never going to get. No, I mean, I agree. And at the time. What? At the time, uh, 
None of us thought. None of I us loved wanted, it. None I of us wanted. We would have been pissed if they took Tatum. Right. I love the Markel. We were like pick. another fucking Duke guy. We just got right. burned by Okafor. We don't right. want another because fucking we knew Simmons guy. wasn't a shooter, and now and you, you got a shooter. Yeah, he looked like the perfect backcourt. Backcourt. Um, he was fucking companion. Tyrese. He was Tyrese Maxey. And we, then we saw him take a foul shot. And then he blew up. You saw him take a foul shot, and you're like, oh. Oh, goodness yeah. gracious. What's going on with this dude? He yeah. got the yips. Hey man, it's mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his mom's screaming at him, chasing him. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah. All right, yeah. so <laughs> my the reason why I'm saying – I mean, we yeah, went, we already went through it, but I look at teams like the Bucks, I look at teams like the Celtics, and I went, they didn't have to tank, and they, they got superstars, and they did it right. And Although the – They both have championships. and So the Bucks have one. The Celtics don't have any with – no, it's who they got. Yeah. They, they, it? Oh, they, no, they, they went to the finals. They made it. They made it. You're right. They, they made it. Yeah. But they're the odds-on favorite to win the whole thing. But this the year. the Bucks or the the Celtics did it by fleecing the Nets for the Garnett and, and, and Allen trade. Well, that's way before though. I mean, no, but that's how they no, got Jalen Brown. Pick, yeah, the picks that that they're the picks <laughs> okay. that set them up. Okay. Right, and, and did they get was Tatum that? That Tatum is part of the package that they got from Brooklyn. So they, they got okay. that from well, That those. makes sense because why else would they have had a top right, pick? Right, yeah. right. And then the Bucks, yeah, they got lucky with Giannis. And Middleton, I guess they – and then they they traded for Drew to get over the top. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I just I, – But, see, I see after them two all, teams you, and you, you see You suffered are, for five or six years and you end up with Embiid. Right, like, and you see those two teams, their way they're built around their perimeter, offensively and defensively. Yes. So, like, the I don't guy, know why the, the Sixers can't. The guys are out there. Like, they're there. Like, I, I don't. Well, here, here's the ultimate question. Because I guess we took Tobias Harris instead? Well, that was a big mistake, too. Like, they should have. Yeah, they should they should have told Jimmy we'll pay you a boatloads of money to play with Ben Simmons. <clears throat> there, there was a report this week that said that the uh, front office did not like Jimmy Butler's attitude. Oh, they, 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 yeah, they, yeah, that's a, you know. Well, could, Jimmy Jimmy Butler is an asshole. It doesn't but, matter. Everywhere he goes, the teams are viable. You know what I mean? And if and Embiid loved playing with him, right? Loved. They're playing still with friends, him. right? They're going to end up playing together eventually. Jimmy Butler was is what this team is missing. Yeah, yep. an attitude killer. Uh, I'll, I'll step on your fucking throat. 21 points, 10 boards, 7 assists Steals a night. Steals the ball, rebounds. Right. I'll kill your wife. When I had a boyfriend. Right. right. When they John signed him, Bronco. He, he rolled into Philadelphia with a, in a fucking minivan. I I Jimmy Butler is Philadelphia. A white minivan. Yeah, like he... he I, cut your, I cut your throat. I guess... But, I guess... Yeah, so I guess Direct Harden's TV. not quite Philly. <laughs> Harden's not quite a Philly no, guy. No, he's a glamour. And, and then there's all that nonsense going Yeah, he's going, going back to Houston. Like, he's, he's leaving. He's leaving. You know, like, I don't the, care. The, the, I'm just, who cares? Like, he's not going to be here next year. I don't, I, I who cares? Don't I don't know. He's going to be 34 next year. Like, uh, whatever. If he leaves, he leaves. Ain't, well, if he leaves, well, then it's over. Ain't gonna do, it's over anyway. They ain't going to do Let's nothing more next year than they're doing this year. So, so, you know, change. you almost hope he leaves because maybe then it's time like, you trade Embiid and you try to, re- well, you you see, try you to rebuild keep, this thing. Uh, yeah. You try. <laughs> it's not working with them, Mike. It's not working with them. So, so, you, so you, then you, you're starting the process over again. Whatever. No, you're not. 
literally starting the process. You're not legitimately tanking. You're getting assets you can for one of the better players in the world. I know. And you're trying to. But we've talked about that. It's never worked. Yeah. This, the Sixers never worked. You, you got that, that doesn't mean you don't try. Well, and I mean, the, Pel- I think- the, the, the Pelicans look pretty good since tra- trading Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well you know. I mean, what are they, the sixth seed in the weak west? I don't know if that's good. The but they have, the, but they, they, have, the they have pieces, though, that they can build around. I, we'll see. I mean, they're not, they're not there yet. No, but you have a second-year player that they're building around. They're building it around, though, and they're a sixth seed in the playoffs. So Tony, Tony so it doesn't that, that that doesn't mean that it doesn't it can't work. Tony Cotillo from uh, the Hebrew Show Sports asked a question uh, this week on his show. And uh, all right, guys, it, we spent thirty-five minutes on that. Yeah. And, what do we got yeah, to talk about? It's a hot topic. Yeah, not, hot enough topic. is enough. Hot topic. What are we going to talk about? The Flyers. He asked the question. If one more fucking person cuts me off before I'm trying to say this, I'm sorry. What was that? What were you saying? I'm sorry, Sean. Shut the fuck up. Um, he asked a question on his show this week, and he's he's probably going to be coming to the anniversary. Well, what was that? What what, what was it? He's going to be coming on the anniversary show too. I think. Huh? What show? He asked basically point blank: Are they going to win a ring with Embiid? No. No. So. I mean, I, I tend to agree. I, I don't know what they could do here. This I'm point. leaning towards no, yeah. I I just can't. I don't know. I don't. But I, I don't, don't think you it. can. I don't think you could give it up. So what do you do next year? Like Harden leaves, what do you do, Mike? <clears throat> Harden leaves. You piece together what you can to get rid of Harris. And build around Maxi and Embiid. So get another Max they, contract yeah, player. You can try to find someone else. Try and find like a try and find a Jimmy Butler. Try and coax Jimmy Butler to I don't know if his contract's up. Try and get a third star in free agency on a max contract. Fucking <laughs> Polsky. <laughs> Sell him to Bon Jovi. <laughs> and they'll be living on a, a prayer. Man. So you just keep running it back and keep trying to build it again? It sucks, until, dude. And I'm not being sarcastic. No, no, no. Until, until MB can't play anymore, yes. <clears throat> yeah. You keep trying. Because yeah. they, it's my so, life. Because if it's, it's because if you don't never. do that, you're irrelevant. I'm going to live forever. And at least I want to be relevant. And I do want to live forever. <laughs> I don't want to live forever. I think it was other Forever things. dead. She's a little runaway. Well, Harden's a little runaway. He's a fat runaway. Uh, this is my I don't even... Fat, fat, dribble, dribble, oh, fat, oh. fat, dribble, dribble. Harden's been playing out of his mind right now, though. You fat bitch! You fat bitch! All right. And, and, you know and I know that Boy, I... that's not going to make a goddamn bit of difference. Because they're not going to do nothing in the fucking postseason. Well, they're going to win the first round. We established that. Well, I established but that's, that. But that, that, that's acceptable. Can you imagine that's if they enough. lose in the first round? That's good enough for you. Huh? No. No. That's not, good enough. No, he never said that. It's better than the Flyers are going to do. Mm-hmm. No, we'll get into that. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's uh, – Gary's right, though. We we do have a lot to get all to. Right, We've been on this on. for 45 minutes. Um, 
Uh, it's time for a segment we haven't done in a while. Mike. Fuck you, Ben. You're on the clock. No, well, I gotta get a beer. Fuck you, Ben. Right, fuck, you, ben. Ben. But fuck you, Ben. 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 Where the fuck you, Ben? Where the fuck you, Ben? Yeah, we haven't done this for a while, and I figured, why not? Why not do it? Uh, which is probably the one of the... I don't know. It's between that or Gary's Drunk Movie Review are the two openers that I love the most, but I love that one. So, Mike, what do you got? <clears throat> Born October 14th, 1963. Played running back for the Eagles for seven years. Okay, 1963. 1963, 1993. <clears throat> Played for Miami. Keith Byers. Nice. I was gonna Good say, pull. I was gonna say it's not Herschel Walker because Herschel Walker would have been too old at that point. Nice, Keith Byers, Gary. You all right? You got a, you got a you got a boner there. So it's funny. I was sitting at the uh, at the bar talking to my dad while I was doing the write up, and he's pulling all this shit out, knowing all kinds of shit about. It. He's like, "Oh yeah." Um, yeah, he, he almost won the Heisman. Yeah, and then that next year he came back and he fucked up his leg and, or fucked up his foot and stuff. And I'm like, look it up. I'm like, sure enough. It's like, yeah, the Eagles took him first round. I'm thinking around the tenth pick or something like that. I'm like, motherfucker, take it first who, round. Who was this? Who was this? Your dad? My dad. No, your dad. And I was just like, holy shit. He's like, he's like, yeah, he, he was he was one of the only ones that caught passes and stuff like that. He wouldn't run. He wouldn't run between the tackles. He was just afraid with his bad foot and this and that. Look it up. I was like, motherfucker almost had twice as many passing yards as he received. <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. Wow. I was like, wow. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, he played running back for the Eagles for seven years, Miami three, the Patriots two, and then one for the Jets. Mm. Played his college at OSU. Um, so he did make the Pro Bowl the year after he left the Eagles with the Dolphins in 93. He made the Eagles' 75th anniversary team. Um, NCAA rushing scoring – Rushing and scoring leader in 1984. Huh. Finished second in Heisman voting to Doug Flutie that oh, year. Wow. wow. And Doug went to play Canadian football. Right. Nobody drafted. Yeah. yeah. That's, it. That's crazy. Yeah. So then he was a Heisman favorite in 85. And as I mentioned, he broke his foot. His second – and then came back too early. His second game back, he re-injured his foot. Came back in his bowl game and got hurt again. Wow. Drafted 10th tenth overall by the Eagles. Finished ninth overall in receptions with 71 at a time when running backs, I don't know the year here. I think it was like uh, Probably 89, 88, 89. Yeah, I was going to say late 80s. Maybe hey, hey Mike, Mike, flick my brother on his forehead. He looks like he's falling asleep. No, I'm all right. Um, I'm here. <laughs> right, and in that year, so that was 88. In the Fogball playoff game, he had 103 yards receiving. Yeah, he was a go-to guy for Cunningham, man. In 90, he had 81 receptions, third most in the NFL. Like, receivers, tight ends, everything. Yeah. Third most in the NFL. Wow. He's so back. Finished 13-year career with 3,109 yards rushing. And fifty six sixty one receiving. Wow! Wow! And the third most passing touchdowns among running backs to this day with six. <laughs> How about that? That's pretty cool. What's he up to now? Um, and then he also had the best block ever against Pepper Jones. 
Yes, he yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he did. And they're buddies. Yeah. So right now he is co-hosting the sports radio show on ESPN in Dayton, Ohio, near his hometown. And he's a TV analyst for the New York Football Weekly and This Week in Football on the Yes Network. Hmm. Nice. So there you are, Keith Byers. So we have a, since we haven't done it in a while, we have a double dose. Fuck you, Ben. 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 Where the fuck you, Ben? Where the fuck you, Ben? Erroneous. Erroneous. All right, mine is uh, the Flyers front office. Uh, um, they came out of their shadow this week. Uh, they peeked their head up. You know, kind of started to make a trade and then, you know, backed off. You know, I don't know what happened with the JVR thing. You've been on the well, Flyers they make a for trade. the past seven years, um, bro. Yeah, they got Claude Giroux's son. Oh. No, not Claude Giroux. Yeah, that's his son. Claude Lemieux. Or Claude Lemieux, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Claude Giroux's son's like three. Right, all right. So they got Claude Lemieux's son. Um, <laughs> see? That, but that's how irrelevant it is. Yeah, he and he's not a he's not a They traded a goon for a goon. He's not a he's not a, a good he's not a good offensive player. No. And you uh, got a fifth round pick out of it. Which what do you do? Yep. Yeah, I on the way in, Again. I don't I don't know what they did. All I Again, heard talking they, about the front office. The Flyers are gonna be irrelevant until Chuck Fletcher's gone. No, he I think it's more I think it's more than Chuck Fletcher being gone. <clears throat> the Flyers are gonna be irrelevant until the Comcast is spending more money than they're making. Um, Comcast does not care as long as their bottom line is higher than what they spent. But at the same time, uh, as is, long as they're having asses in the seats. But are they anymore? This might do it. This might do it. Because um, my understanding is they're not, and apparently Tortorella ripped the uh, organization basically saying that the fans, that there were more Rangers fans than there were Flyers fans, and said, why shouldn't there be? Right. Yeah. Could you imagine it? Could you imagine the other night, like me and Mike were talking about this on a post on uh, Hangouts. Could you imagine... The other night, when half that building was filled with Ranger fans, could you imagine if that happened and Ed Snyder was still around? Dude. Ed Snyder would have fired somebody the next day. <laughs> somebody would have been fired. Yeah. Like, the Flyers are the whole... Ed Snyder had, his, had his flaws, but... As, as a kid, the Flyers are the whole building block of what Philadelphia sports was. Like, me and my dad, and, you know, Ryan, you were very young, but... It was the Flyers, and then it was the Eagles. And and look at what you got with the Flyers now. It's just, it's, I'll say this, guys. It's disgusting. Yeah, they've become. It's fucking disgusting. They've become so secondary. Like, like yeah, I mean, you talk, you, you talk about the Sixers, and you say that you don't have emotion, but the fact that you're arguing as passionately as you are with me means you do. Oh, right. Like, the heart's yeah. still in it. I have no heart. Right, I, right me now. neither. Me neither. Like the heart is I, definitely I, in it more with I the Sixers. I want to, but I, I guess it's just me and you then, Sean. Eh. Uh, that might be just you. Yeah, I'm just um, I just, I'm, I'm kind of sick to my stomach with what they haven't done. They're I think, the la- I think, they're I think, the I think la- Ryan's right. They're they, the they laughing. Need to, they need to sell this team. They're the laughing stock of the NHL. Yeah, I agree with that. They're a complete laughing stock of the league. Yeah, it's disgusting. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's it's other like, organizations. I don't know. I haven't like, paid enough attention to the NHL to know if there's like teams like that. It's like a strip in your underwear. Yeah, I mean, th- there's other bad teams, but the, the other bad teams are addressing needs. They're, they're selling assets to, get to, to try to build for the future. Yeah, I just, they, it's, not, it's not just bad, bro. It's disgusting. Right. The yeah. fact that they couldn't it's move. It's disgusting. Any of these contracts. I didn't get that. So now, okay, so guys so like JBR you, you, and all these guys, they're now under about, last year, and they're going to walk for nothing. They're, yes, you're, and a, and they're now leaving for nothing. Apparently there were four different teams that were interested in JVR. You couldn't jack up the price and get a second-round pick out of that? like. A, or you just did. take a fuck if if, if take a fourth round, take pick. a third or fourth. I mean, what the what difference does it make? But even so, <laughs> like like you could like you see it all the time in the NHL. You could have you could have jacked it up, got a second round pick, and offered to pay half the salary because he's a free agent at the end of the year anyway. Right. So it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, right. Like, so I don't get it. I, even Kevin Hayes, you could have traded him and said, okay, we'll pay half the salary for two years. Especially since he's not even like. He, you Tortorella know, hates him. Yeah, he doesn't like him. So, like, you could have you could have made a deal there. You could have done something. It just doesn't make. And it, then you also have. I'm sorry, Mike, no. but you also had had young guys that you could have dangled out there. Uh, Scott Lawton, uh, um, Joel Faraby. Like, there, there, there's there, there's guys you could have dangled out there that look like they have potential, but they're not going to help the Flyers going forward. No. Like, they're not going to be a center point of this team. No. Yeah, I don't get the um, – like, Fletcher comes out and finally says – almost goes as far as saying rebuilding. And then at the trade deadline, when you're clearly a selling organization – You don't do anything. You trade two, like, nobodies for mid to late round picks, and that's now, your Mc- only McEwen was, like, young player, played hard, you know, seemed to like it here, that kind of thing. So, of course, you know, fans are upset because he's leaving, because he's a flyer, a flyer guy. guy. Because he's a flyer guy. That's the fucking whole problem with it. <laughs> but, um, and you know what a flyer guy is right now? Because those are the same ones that are paying the tickets to go right. see this fucking stuff. You know what a flyer guy is in 2023? He's a loser. A loser. That's what a flyer guy is. That's sad. Yep. And, you know, bad. I was against – I ain't going to lie. I was against hiring Tortorella. I was because he fizzles out. And you know what? Well, I, said it, I said it then, too. God bless him. I'm glad he's here because he's the only one in the whole organization that's being honest. He's been the mouthpiece of the team, right, he, and he's being honest. Right, and he knows where they're at. He knows things aren't going to change unless you drastically do something. And he's the only one being honest from it's yeah. too late. The error is too late for him. Like, like it's too late. It is, and like Mike said, uh, for him to come out and you know basically say you know you can do all these giveaways. Actually, I, right before the show, they're doing a, a pro jam night. They're doing a pro jam night at the end of March, March twenty eighth, and and uh, they have a uh, the Lead Betters, which is a pro jam cover band, really good pro jam cover band. Um, do a, a concert before the game, and they're going to do a pictures with the banner that. Pro Jam 10 consecutive sellout banner and all. That's so, the, so the Flyers will get a sellout. Yeah. I don't think they get a sellout they're for that. They're not going to get a sellout for that. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to get a sellout for that. They're, but like yeah, Tortorella, I'm not spending $40 uh, yeah. to take a picture in front of a banner. I'm and going to take a piss. Like Tortorella said, though. I'm going to take a piss and have a smoke. You can have all the gimmicks and giveaways and all this crap you want to do, but until you put a good product on the ice, no one's going to come. And... 
I have no like you can offer me tickets right now for free. I won't go. Right. Because I don't want to. I don't feel like taking a you know an hour drive down there and parking for twenty bucks and sitting there watching that dreck of a team. They're they're horrendous and they've been horrendous for three years now. Yeah, I mean it's the other thing I think I posted on the comment section on the Facebook page is that it took a lot. It took a while and a lot to make the Flyers fans stay away from the stadium. There were years and years where they were bad. Wow. And the place kind of sold out for They them. weren't bad for years and years. This is this has been the worst stretch. Aside from 2020, they had a little run. This has been the worst stretch. They they were more the one of the more consistent teams. Then and the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, but were that the two was the most consistent team. But that's nineties to two thousand three, two thousand. Yeah, like, but they were still making the playoffs. Right. So right? I'm saying from like two thousand four, two thousand five on. Okay. So for the past, they made the cup in twenty ten. That was kind of an anomaly too, though. No, it's they, just they were they, they were they a won on team. They, they won just, on the shootout to get into the playoffs that year, didn't they? Yeah, but they still they were still a, a half decent team. Like everyone, they still had talent on that team. They still they were young. They still had team like Ber- uh, Barrera was still on that team. Like Richards, Richards Carter, Carter they, right? Yeah, they were a younger team, but um, they, had, they had a little bit of relevance then. Yes, yeah. they were. They were a little there was bit still up interest. Coming. Yeah, there was interest. Like if this team right now played better and was the eighth seed and made it the playoffs, I, I wouldn't care because. There's no one on this team that makes me interested at all. Right. And then what was it about a year or two after that when they traded Richards and Carter? Uh-huh. Giroux was then the face and yeah, had a little bit. For but I mean, and- okay, so it's but it's been 10 to 12 years since then where it's been bad. Yeah, they've, My, they've had a couple here and they were with Wayne Simmons and Voracek and Giroux where they made it. A, maybe made it. But they had no the, goaltending. Right, maybe made it to the playoffs and lost in the first round, or did they? They won in the first yeah. round, maybe once. But I mean, they've been. Nobody thought that they were winning those years no. for the past ten to twelve. It's taken that long. It's taken the past three years is when all of a sudden you stopped getting sellouts. Right. For the past two years or something, where all of a sudden they one the of the most passionate. You know why though? Because they were never this it's bad. He's primo. Like yeah. they ain't done anything since they had him. Yeah. They were never – well, I mean, I they went to the Cup in 2010. So, that's not uh, true. You know. And they and they were they were probably – they might have been the best team in 04. <clears throat> they might have been the best team when they lost to the Lightning injuries. They had so many injuries on defense that year going in the playoffs. So – and they lost to the Lightning in the, in the um, game seven in the finals that year, <clears throat> Eastern finals. So – but since then, yeah, it's been very few and far between. But they, they were never my, – my whole point I – know, I know exactly what you're saying. I, I agree with you. My whole point is the reason why the fans are staying away now is because they've never been this bad. They've never, they were never bottom dwellers or near the bottom for this extended amount of time. Even that year they had Peter Forsberg, and they were bad. It was the year when they did the coin flip for Patrick Kane. That was, that's 16 years ago. By the way, Patrick Kane was traded. Yeah. <clears throat> 16 years ago, they lost that coin flip. And that was that was the worst year I had seen in my lifetime. But they built it back enough to at least with Carter and this <laughs> Quickly, and quickly. And, but now it's been long enough where it, it's just been horrendous and there's no plan in sight. So well, it's, you not, said, it's not just bad now, guys. 
It's not just bad. It's, it's fucking sickening. It's right. historically well, and that's But that's my point. Like, like, it's for, disgusting. For Gary, for you to say it as the biggest fan and passionate supporter, like, is, is the problem. Like, even when there's guys like you that are like, I can't stand this team, I'm out, is saying a lot about where this organization is. I, like, didn't they lost out. I, I didn't say I'm out, Mike, because I always love the Flyers. I always support them and I always watch. But what I'm seeing now, like it's just it's not just bad. It's disgusting. It's it's awful. I mean, giving up leads. Anytime they get a lead, you're like, this ain't gonna last. You you have no confidence in them. You're like, this ain't gonna no. last. <clears throat> now is it I, I don't know. It, it it's I mean, basically you know a lack what, of so there, There's no there's no hope of getting out of this. You know what's like crazy though? And the first the next two next one to three years like there's no hope there's just not you know usually when a team sucks right like when brett brown was here we talked we talked ryan and i talked about this sorry to cut you off ryan and i talked about this the only chance they had was to completely tank because this was a good draft and they fucked that up too yeah (laughs) yeah i was uh you know they should have they did they should have tanked for bedard they should have yeah they couldn't do that no and you I had a ch- you, that right. Can't even right. tank right. You had a chance. You had a chance to put yourself in a position to have assets to maybe do it by selling out here. And Connor Bedard, like we have to get this right. Connor, I know you never know. Yeah, but Connor but he looks like a generation. Con- Connor Bedard looks like an Eric the Lindros, Ovechkin. <laughs> Peter Forsberg type player, generational player. Ryan, even before the Connor McDavid that, type of the yeah. season, like Johnny Hockey has stated, I wanted to take a pay cut to come play yeah. for the Flyers. Yes, yeah. he went on the podcast a couple weeks ago and said that. Right. So why? So with what you did with D'Angelo, like you can't do both. So with what you gave up for D'Angelo, and we've said it over and over again. I'm going to say it again. What you did with D'Angelo, what you gave up to get him. You should have signed Johnny Hockey, right? It, and he would he would have brought he would have brought some relevance right, to the team, right? If so nothing else, you're probably a playoff team. You're a playoff team if Johnny Hockey's on this team because the Flyers are mm. playing. They're playing good hockey. They just don't have talent. Well, they were playing good hockey. They just don't have talent. I don't know if they would have been playoff team, but they would have been better. They would have been at least somewhat relevant. Yeah. Right. They would have had a chance. Right. So like. Hope you can't yeah. give up what you gave up for D'Angelo and then not sign Johnny Hockey. I'm all right with not going to sign Johnny Hockey, but don't give up the assets for D'Angelo. Although I say that, and then you think about how different Claude Giroux looked with and without a great player next to him in the Army Yager. Right. So maybe he would have made a guy like Faraby better. Maybe he would have made a guy like Ken- Scott Lawton better, or like, or a guy like Kanaki. Maybe Kanaki. I mean, he's hurt right now, but maybe he yeah. turns into a 40-goal guy. Yeah, you never know. Well, um, before our guest joins us in about 10 or about 15 minutes, um, I wanted to hit on the Phillies in baseball. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know. They, they look good in the beginning. I mean, I know it's – They tied and lost, like, it. two games. They, otherwise, they've won every other game. They've looked all right. Yeah. Uh, now, again, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's it, it's training, but – uh, how many? How much of the games have you guys watched yet? I've watched zero. No, I. No, you watched any? I've probably watched six innings. Have you, They're yeah. like six innings. What do you think about the pace? Oh yeah, now that's. I uh, I think 
for those who don't know, it's a pitch clock. Yeah, like I'm not a big fan of messing with baseball. I'm not. Um, but I get trying to speed the game up, trying to get more fans. I, I get it. The pitch clock, in my in my opinion, is too short. Mm-hmm. Um, Whoever said, I fucking hate it. I hate the clock. Do you? There you go. Huh? You hate it? No, Wheeler said it. Oh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Oh, but, Zach Wheeler. But, yeah, but yeah. a lot of veteran guys are going to hate it in the beginning until they get used to it. Like, Bryce Harper is going to be a guy who has to majorly adjust. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be able to do his wiggle. He's not going to be able to play with his gloves. He's not going to be able to do all that. So he's going to have to adjust. And that's where my issue comes in with it a little bit. Baseball players are weird. They're they're, they're very, like, like routine, mm-hmm. genuine. Like, so... It could mess some guys up. At the same time, I'm not 100% against it, but I think it needs to be longer. I agree. I think I think another five seconds yeah. would be um, big. Because then you get, you know, because there is one of the fun parts to me about baseball, and I'm sure it's you guys too, is, is the chess aspect of it. The fact that you have to think about what's coming next. Mm-hmm. Because that's ultimately what it – that's all like, – I forget who said it. You know, the game's you know ninety percent mental and ten percent physical, mm-hmm. and there's a reason for that. I mean, it's 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 a it's a mind game when you're up at the plate and you don't know if it's a curveball, slide, or change. You don't know what this guy's going to throw at you because he just came at you high. Is he going to come back high? Is he going to go low? Like you got to think about all that stuff. <clears throat> right, he's sent you up like like he like like he's sent you up for the slider in the dirt, so he throws you a high fastball. You don't you don't have like is fifteen seconds enough time. To be able to get back in the box and process that and think, you don't I, like I don't the know. Idea, you don't like the idea of a game being over in three hours instead of four and a half. Well, here's I the do. difference: the game's I, two. I like it. It's two and a half now. The games are yeah. the games are averaging two and a half, which would be the quickest time since 1979. Now that part of it, I have no problem with, because baseball yeah. games were. Very long, right? Like on a Tuesday night, you're watching a game. It starts seven o'clock. You don't want to be up till ten thirty. Yeah, ten thirty, well, eleven not o'clock. Not only that, Ryan. Like you're getting this will help the younger crowd get in the baseball again. Right. Which, I don't well, think it will. Well, the, the, which, theoretically, will generate, that'll generate revenue. Right. The, theoretically, like yeah. it might, but all, baseball is also a game to me. I just leave it alone. There was nothing wrong with it. I, I, and then they started messing with it, what, 15 years ago with the analytics and shit? Like, just just leave it alone. Like, there was no and, need and, to mess with it. And then there were size bases. They, like, these fucking bases look like a fucking pizza box. Well, like the, bases, the, the bases look like pizza boxes. Well, see, like, I understand that. It's, so, it's to avoid collisions, to, to avoid you sliding in a second and somebody's foot being there. Like so, I understand that, Brian. It's it's to speed up stolen bases, which will speed up the game, which is good for Trey Turner. Right, right. So, um, so, so like I'm okay with that kind of stuff. Like, but but it's also going to hurt guys like JT Romota. Right, right. Which is one of his strengths. Now, now you're taking that away from him. But but you could make the argument that he might be the only one that's still relevant that could still get guys out. Even yeah. with the bigger bags, and, that was and, an argument's made for that. But, bottom line, the bases are still ninety feet apart. Like, yeah, so yeah, like yeah. Uh, you don't even that mean, part of it doesn't. But the um, well, I mean, they're probably a but little. But the throwovers, the the pitch, the pit, the throwovers, the first are limited now. Yeah, you're only allowed to do one per yeah, bat. I think it's one or two. Yeah, yeah. So it's 
And, but, and then they mess so with. So what happens? I, I got to ask. What happens after the second one? I guess it's a balk. I, I don't know. I, I have to look. So, no, my question is, after you throw over a second time. Oh, can the guy just take off? Can the guy just take a 15? basically take a walk to second? I don't know the exact rule. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't mean, know I'm that. just saying. After no, you, it's you, a good question, Mike. If you throw over the second that. time, I'm like, all right. So what does he get the base? I guess he's, he has to, right? Right. Like, I, I, what else, like, what else could know, it be? If you know that he can't throw over, you're taking off, right? Right. Right. So, like, I, like well, once, once the pitcher also, gets the ball back, you're – you're gone. Right. Like, he throws oh, it over also, once. The next pitch, I'm out. I'm going. Also, You're not even leaving. Goes. You're not even waiting for the Well, pitch. the next, like, once the game's in play, I'm going. Like, once his foot hits the mound, then you're like, okay, like, it's He can't throw in. over here. Bye. Um, yeah. I'm out. Like, Shit, I might be able to make right. it a second. Right. And also, if the pitcher goes over the pitch clock, that's a, that's a ball. Right, right, and then if the bat if the batter does it, it's a strike. <laughs> but the thing two is, time, two times off the rubber and thrown off or stepping off. Johnny, two times. I, I don't know what happens papers, on that third one. I, I don't. Well, I guess Dave Peterson. Dave, that's what Dave Peterson. I just I just looked it up. It doesn't say anything. I guess what could happen is the I mean the guy just gets second. Well, no, but you're you're pitching and the catcher throws the first. I don't know. I don't know what they do. It's a good question. I well, know. I mean, the only thing you can do. Is put your foot on the mound and fucking throw it as fast as you can. Just throw it out. You're gonna have so many arm injuries with pitchers. Or because they're trying. Or to rush. you do you do a pitch out. That's what I say. Do a pitch out and then throw him, throw him, throw it, throw the guy out. Right. But does so that count? You, but does that count on the pitch clock? Like, are you allowed? Yeah, hey, I'll do a pitch out. You can always do a pitch out. Yeah. But the thing is, is that. But like, how many? You, you can do, do as many pitch outs as you, you want. Do four. They're, just, they're balls. Yeah. Oh, but they're, they're wanting to increase stolen bases. Right. <laughs> but so my thought is I'm with you. I hate the fact that they changed the game. I hate the fact that they had to change the game. I do it myself. Right. Because I think that the players and the analytics fucked this game up so bad totally. that they had to do this. To so make it's, it, a, it's like a rebound from things that they fucked with 15 years ago that are fucking the game up. Right. Mm. Right. And of course, the first spring training game was the Red Sox and Braves, and it was it already played in. It, yep. It played the in game impact. ended. And I mean, granted, hard. it's spring training; no one cares. Right. But like, but that's going to affect can, the regular imagine, season game, dude. Can you imagine if the World Series game? Right. I, and and then you still got this runner on second thing, like that's a permanent thing, mm-hmm. and, and extra innings, and except in, that doesn't happen in the playoffs, right? I don't. I don't remember if that was the playoff thing or not. I don't remember that. I'm actually okay with that if you get to like the thirteenth inning, but like give me three extra innings yeah, the, the, the old fashioned way. Maybe starting the twelfth and then yeah, that's not right. a bad idea. Yeah. Like you get that. Well, you do that. I say you play the tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. Nothing changed. You're still mm-hmm. tied. Then you put the guy on second. Because then you at the least 13th. say you got another time through through your lineup and the heart of your lineup to right to make something happen. Right. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, I'm pissed that they had to do it. I feel like they, and I feel like they did have to do it. Now, maybe I, I don't know if the pitch clock, maybe the pitch clock could be a little bit faster. I don't care if it's two hours and forty minutes instead of two and a half. Don't it's going to get worse because there's going to be robot umps in too. So that's what next year. I think the uh, minor leagues are already doing it. So yeah, the minor leagues started with it last year. <laughs> last robot year. umps, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. a robot back there calling 
balls and strikes. Jesus Christ. And yeah. it's only a matter of time before a player fucking knocks the head off that robot with his bat. Dun, 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 dun. Yep. Have you seen this boy? <laughs> well, you don't think that they got another robot right to roll out right now? there? To- yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm like- sure they do. The backup <laughs> robot. <laughs> no, and there's all lightning bolts and stuff, and it, it comes out and it's like little egg thing naked. <laughs> gets up, walks through his no, yeah, that be, yeah, like that guys like, God, do it. We got 50 of these fuckers. <laughs> it's like the fucking things from the giant supermarket. It's uh, them beep, fucking, yeah. Beep. Oh, no, it's it's uh, it's robot Reggie Jackson from Naked Gun. <laughs> I must yeah. kill the queen. You know what it is? You know what happens? He hits, he hits the head off the thing. It's like, we got 50 of those fucking things back there. And everyone that you break, you're the, 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 the head organization, you're, you're, you're you know, your parent organization is getting, you know, <laughs> 50 grand are going to have to pay out of pocket for these things. You got, a, you got another short circuit Johnny <laughs> Five Alive it's coming out. It's not a robot, Al. It's not a fucking cyborg back there or whatever. It's not a Oh, thing. it's not a literal it's a, robot? No, it's like a camera. It's just Oh, a it's not a robot? No, no. Oh, man. It'd be cooler if it was. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be cooler if it was. <laughs> don't know Mary Bato, Mr. Bato. I don't want just a camera. Put a Johnny Five alive back there, man. <laughs> Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have it fucking do emotions dance. and shit. <laughs> you got a problem with what I said, Mr. Fucking Lawrence? It spits when it talks at you. <laughs> Sweep the leg. He's got a fucking big fucking chest protector on and shit. Yeah, it's belly. Or no, no, no. If he get get in his face and belly shit. Not a chest protector, but you see dents from fucking foul balls hitting it. You got a problem with what I said, Mr. Lawrence? Do you have a problem with... It pronounces your name because he doesn't know how to do phonetic, phonetic pronunciation. Casanos, <laughs> Mr. Casanos. Oh man, that's great. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I, I like the fact that the pace is is quicker. You know, knocking a half, which is what they said it was going to do. It was going to knock a half hour off the games. More than half. It's been a little. Yeah, it's been yeah, more. It's than about half. forty it's been, minutes yeah. so far. The only uh, Phillies game has gone three hours. It was like three hours three minutes. Mm-hmm. It's because they scored eighteen runs in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even that. Three hours, that you know. But you had to do something about the guy stepping yeah. out every pitch and adjusting their fucking armbands. And this. Like, I, it's bullshit. Yeah. I, I don't mind the pitch clock at all. I just – I'm with Ryan. Another five seconds I think is necessary. I, That's th- fine. Yeah, because yeah, you think about it. It starts when the, when, when the pitcher – when the <coughs> ball is back in the pitcher's glove. Right. I don't even know how long it is. But, but, I, but that, that's when it starts. So, 15 seconds. So, he's got – and the uh, batter has to be in the box when there's seven seconds left. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, that the, the pitcher's got, I, I don't know. Like, Five, six then, seconds, yeah. And then there's another thing. Like, like what What if you're playing in a, t- in a little bit of rain, there's mud in your cleats? Like, like the, the, Are you not able to get that? Just poop on your finger? Yeah, yeah. So, like. I wonder, can the, can the catcher hold the ball? You and know, they hold the ball you know a little bit longer than that to to kind of let them. Like, you wonder if they could almost like start calling pitches and stuff. You, like, you yeah. know, there's going to be things that 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 yeah. you're seeing to to combat it. Yeah, you're yeah. going to see like the catcher basically. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Seth, or yeah. SG Carter. Uh, you you know that they're going to hold the ball like this. They're going to do signs and this and that, and then he's going to throw the ball mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. With that. 
It's been a while since we had. It's been a while since uh, we had you on, Mr. SG Carter, joining the show. What's up, brother? How you no doing? No virtual tonight. What's going on, bud? Yeah, you can't. Hey, hey there, Sean, Mike, Ryan, and Gay. How, how you guys all doing? What's going yeah, on, man? Good to be Pretty on. Good? It has been a while, and uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys heard. I, I heard that uh, the band Stained is putting out their first new album in twelve years. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's right. Damn, Ryan. <laughs> he, he put out some country music. I don't know how much you guys heard of Aaron Lewis yeah. country music. It's, Aaron no. Lewis had country like, Yeah, really? he's a solo country artist now, and he's very <clears throat> political. So he's a douchebag. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's kind of uh, yeah, he's kind of went off the deep end. So um, he was always a douchebag. So Mr. I liked his music when he started. <laughs> he was always a douchebag. Yeah, I um, I bet his face smells like fucking whiskey and tobacco. Yeah. What's wrong big. with that? Dude, a douchebag. Mike can relate. <laughs> <laughs> what? That came out of fucking nowhere. Oh, wait. So Aaron Lewis is showing up for the reunion tour. Oh, that's the other thing. He can't hear Anniversary Gary. show. Here's the thing. He can't hear Gary. Oh. Yeah, because he's on the phone. That's all right. Well, if Gary asks a question, we'll, ask, we'll let you know, Mr. Carter, all right? All you need to know is that Gary's oh, an what's, asshole. What's, what's, Gary, what's Gary's first question, or? Yeah, he's when, just an when, asshole. When, That's he has, all. when he has a question, we have to let you know because he, he he can't you can't hear him. Um, but anyway, because uh, he's he's virtual tonight. So um, I guess first and foremost, man, you have some uh, big news to share because uh, you've been working on a project for a really long time, and it's finally reaching the light. What's going on with that? Oh, thanks, Sean. Uh, yes, the, the Krav Maga Kangaroos first issue comic, it is completed. Uh, right now, just going through that uh, that technical spar with that uh, wonderful company, you know, the one that has the smiles on all their trucks. Uh, 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 they're, they're, they've been, yeah, they've been getting on my nerves lately. Uh, I'm not exactly a business person and having a little difficulty getting my account set up so I can sell PDFs of the book there. Oh, okay. But, well, hopefully with luck, we'll get we'll, we'll either get that finished or find a different platform to uh, sell PDFs of the book. But it, it is ready, and uh, it just needs to it just needs to launch. That's that's what's going on there. Uh, also working on a a book called a a how-to gambling guide. We're going to call it uh, Did You See That Fight? The SG Carter Guide to How to Make UFC MMA Picks. Oh, so right. hopefully that'll hopefully that'll also be ready in time for like the holidays this year. The The comic is already ready. It's it's just a matter of days. Dis- uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry I can't uh, join you guys on video tonight. I just happen to be out of the house. So, uh, you know, so here I'm on the phone with you guys. It, it has been a while. How's everybody doing tonight? We're good, man. We're hanging in there. Um, everyone with Gary. Gary's uh, been fondling himself all night and making lewd comments, you know. It's been weird. Well, I, yeah, it's well, been kind of strange. His shirt's off. He's licking his own <laughs> nipples. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but uh, fondling my taint. But fondling his taint, he said. But uh, speaking of uh, your book that you're working on, um, I think that's a perfect segue because there is a UFC event happening tomorrow night, and uh, you wanted to jump on to talk about it. Uh, like we said, it's been a while, so um, yeah, it just, UFC, it's just the fantasy cock. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Gary said you. Universal fantasy cock. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, him, Gary and his acronyms. Um, you got a tight little man that, pussy that, on that, Maybe that'll be the, the sequel to the power slap they, they canceled. You know, slapping just, just not with the hand. You know what I mean? Oh, did they cancel that? Uh, you know, they I'm probably not should. With all the details, I, I think they did, though. They probably should, because that was ridiculous. Did you guys see that? No. So the dude who runs UFC did a power slapping league. Basically, you stand there at a table. Oh, and I see that. Some. Yeah, dude, I'm like, this is stupid. And it's That's like, what is? It, what's? How does it? Like, how do you win? You knock the dude, the, the your opponent out. Fucking stupid. The dumbest thing I like. He has to fall off the chair, or like get you know, unconscious, I or guess what? Die? I, I don't know. But anyway, uh, so what? What? Yeah. What? What's? Uh, uh, you lose when you get slapped, and you go make dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Freshly.com. <laughs> so, Mr. God damn you. <laughs> so, Mr. Carter, um, what's uh, what's on the docket for tomorrow? Yeah, not the power slap, which I do agree with all of you guys that I I think it's a terrible idea. It's just asking for concussions. But, uh, yeah, tomorrow night, uh, UFC 285 from uh, T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Uh, We got five fights on the main card, and I've examined all of them a little bit. And also one fight on the prelim card that's uh, middleweight. Uh, You have veteran... uh, Veteran um, Derek Brunson versus relatively newcomer Dreka Duplessis, who is this uh, handsome guy from South Africa. Looks like he should be in Magic Mike movies and stuff. But uh, he hits real—he hits really hard. He's pretty dependable. His last his last fight, um, debatably, his last fight should have been stopped in the first round for him to be the victor. The ref did not stop it in the first round. Uh, he clearly lost the second round, but he managed to submit the guy in the third. So he, um, he's a he's a reliable guy. I think he's a negative 230 favorite. And in tomorrow's fight, my advice would be uh, watch live. Have your betting app open while that fight starts. And um, if it looks like he won the first round, bet on him. Uh, but the other guy, Brunson, he's been around a long time. He's a he's a good technical wrestler, knowledgeable knowledgeable guy. I wouldn't I wouldn't advise betting in advance on that fight, but it is something to watch. Okay, that's a that's one of the preliminary fights. I'm assuming, right? Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's one of the preliminary fights. You can watch that on ESPN TV or or ESPN Plus. And uh, yeah, after that fight, you got two more fights that I did not study, and then you got the five main card fights on pay-per-view. Okay. You know, it, yeah, and it may be, by the way, maybe at your movie theaters, too, at, at least we noticed out here they had uh, the UFC pay-per-view is available at some movie theaters now. Okay. All right. Uh, so who's, the, who's yeah. the, the, what do you got on the main card? Like, what what's going on there? Well, the big, um, the the main event fight is the heavyweight championship, and we haven't had a heavyweight championship fight in 14 months. Mm. Uh, the last the last champion, uh, Francis Naganu, you guys remember him from the Jackass yep. movie. 
uh, he, yeah, he, he ultimately vacated the belt by not fighting for 14 months, a dispute over pay. It was all foreseeable a year ago. So, um, yeah, so he has vacated the guy that he defeated 14 months ago, Cyril Gunn. He'll fight to be undisputed champ tomorrow night versus a legend of the league, a guy named John Jones. Uh, he's been in the league where well, he was in the league since 2009, but he has not fought in just about three years now. Uh, and this will be new for him, a heavyweight fight. He should be about 250 in the fight tomorrow where he was a legend at uh, 205 pounds uh, at 20, I think 26, one and one. Technically he never lost. This is actually a funny story, but the one fight he did lose he was disqualified uh, the way he threw an elbow. I mean, I'm sure he didn't mean to, but the way he threw an elbow, he got disqualified. And funny enough, the guy he, he did that to that day was actually deaf. I'm not, I'm not even making that up. Mm. Oh, man. Uh, hard, excuse me, hard of hearing, you know. And then the, another, fi- another fight, uh, he, another fight, he knocked the guy out, um, at the time of the fight, but then when they took him for drug testing later that week, it's like, wait a second, PEDs, uh, you know, that you're, you're stripped of your belt, you're stripped of that victory from earlier this week. Damn. Those are the only two fights he's lost, to be technical. But this, um, but yeah, this weight, this is a heavier weight class for him. So uh, that one, too, my, my, uh, my vote would be watch that first round. And his opponent, gone, who, who's from France, a uh, very finesse guy, you know, uh, he's going to be probably 240-some pounds tomorrow, but he moves like he's 170. If he wins the first round, again, uh, he probably will win the fight because John Jones was fantastic. He, he will have what you call ring rust, having not fought in three years. And he's not going to be used to moving at this weight that he's at. And and I think that will hold him back if he doesn't figure out how to, you know, take dominance very early in the fight. Damn. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, so I know you can't see. I got the uh, screen of the uh, – I got a screen of the fighters up uh, on our on our live feed right now. Yeah, so. that's a nice. Uh, yeah, <coughs> kind of added that. Yeah, a nice yeah. additive or yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, nice do you, are you uh, are you previewing the Valentina uh, Shavchenko and Alexander Grasso uh, fight? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Alexa Grasso and Valentina Shevchenko. We we certainly can talk about that. Um, I believe this is the ninth. Uh, title defense for Shevchenko, and um, yeah, a lot of a lot of controversy with this fight. Uh, mainly that it does Grasso actually deserve this title shot versus other women who are ranked higher than her. Uh, Shevchenko's last fight uh, had been, I believe, in July of last year, and the other girl, uh, Talia Santos, uh, lost the fight by split decision. My, my, many people, including myself, will tell you that Santos won that fight four rounds to one. And uh, I don't know what the judges were seeing when they called that fight. At least the one that the one that called it four rounds for Shevchenko, uh, one round for Talia Santos. So that girl did uh, allegedly she didn't make enough noise for getting a rematch. She does deserve one. 
there's one or two other girls uh, in that weight class that do that deserve a title shot too. But Grasso, she's a wrestler. Um, she's she's gonna try to be fast and she's gonna try to get a submission. But um, Shevchenko, she's in a whole other class, and I think I think she'll be ready to make sure this fight is her fight, not not Alexa Grasso's fight. So um, you know, upsets can happen. But I, I'm not expecting Alexa Grasso to to get the upset tomorrow night. Okay. Yeah, my nipples. <laughs> what was that, Gar? She's got no nipples. She's got no nipple. Oh, who? Which one, Grasso? Yeah. <laughs> so Grasso has no nipples. I have nipples. Great. Can you help me? <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, they're well, they're, they're 125 pounds a piece, so. Uh, so yeah, you know that kind of goes with the territory. There, there have been some fighters over the years that had uh, enhancements. If we, you know, to talk about that, some some of them it's been to their detriment. Others have yeah, we don't okay. We don't talk like that on this show, Mister Carter. No, 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 not, no. We don't. No, we don't no, do any of that. Have some respect. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. So what are uh? Gary <laughs> <laughs> said he's sorry. I guess if they're big enough, they block uppercuts, right? Yeah, I can't. That's not fair. Uh, so what, are are there Let's any talk other... about advantages, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> are there uh, any other fights in this uh, on this card? <laughs> this is two eighty five, correct? USC two eighty five. Uh, it is 285, okay. and uh, yeah, we, yeah. There's the so we yeah we've already talked about the two main event fights plus one prelim, and that leaves that leaves three other uh, fights on the main card. Um, what, yeah, one of them that's worth talking about quickly. Uh, sh- now, Valentina Shevchenko. Traditionally, you're going to find her to be the biggest favorite on any given card that she participates in. Tomorrow, that is not the case. The opening of the main card is going to start with a guy named Bo Nickel, mm. who let, let me let me tell you exactly what DraftKings has him as the favorite at at this moment. So I got DraftKings open, and his name's Bo. Bo Nickel Bo is Nickel, the negative. Yeah. He is the negative eighteen hundred favorite tomorrow night. Based on current gambling, and he's a he's a Penn State wrestler. I should add. Uh, he should be pretty good at wrestling if he went to Penn State. Yeah. Well, was Sandusky there when he learned? <laughs> he learned from the best, I suppose. Hear no evil, uh, see no evil, feel no evil. <laughs> oh gosh, um, I haven't I haven't actually watched this guy fight. Um, he he this will this will this won't just be his. Um, he looks, like Car- he, looks, he looks like Carson Wentz, but the only difference is he actually has a job. <laughs> but wait, his name's really Bo? It's Bo Nickel, yeah. Guaranteed yeah. he drives a pickup truck. Yeah. Uh, it could be. Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah it could be. Yeah, he looks well, uh, like... Yeah, go ahead. Get him, Mr. Carter, I'm sorry. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, okay, I don't want to stop you guys from making jokes. No, no, we don't, uh, we don't do that. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I haven't actually seen this guy fight. It's uh, he's he's only fought three times uh, on their uh, their UFC like reality show or whatever uh, Dana White's Contender Series. I haven't seen him, so I'm extremely curious for why the odds are so high for him. Uh, what we've seen a lot of 
in, in the last like year. Uh, we just talked about it with uh, Shevchenko and her last fight against Talia Santos is we, we've seen a lot of questionable judges' decisions, and they've got another guy in the UFC. He's not fighting tomorrow, but his name is uh, Paddy Pimblett. He's this uh, guy from Liverpool, England, and he wears a, a Beatles mop cut in blonde uh, just to, you know, say I'm from Liverpool. And it, se- it seems like the league really wants him to be the next Conor McGregor because in his last fight – it didn't look like he won that fight either, but they still raised his hand. So I guess what I'm saying is that well, you have to wonder with these negative 1,800 odds for this guy, and the other guys fought like 15 times, uh, you know, from a gambling perspective, do you, you know, should you expect that this guy, should you expect that as long as this guy goes the distance, he's going to get awarded the fight, you know, politics, agenda, <laughs> something like that. Something to keep in mind. So you're saying maybe stay away from this one? I would. I certainly wouldn't. Having not researched it close enough, I certainly wouldn't uh, recommend betting big money on it. But look how the other guy, the other guy's plus a thousand. By that logic, you could bet ten dollars if the other guy pulls the upset. That's a hundred dollar payoff, right? Right. So. So yeah, just 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 food for thought. For for uh, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on Nickel, even though like I said, maybe maybe Nickel will win the fight on politics. But uh, but uh, I you know I can't gamble on my phone in California. But if I was in Pennsylvania, I'd put ten dollars on the other guy. Gotcha. Hmm. All right. What uh <coughs> what else do you have uh going on in, in tomorrow night's fight? That card. There, yeah, uh, yeah. There's the last, the last two fights on the main card, and in both, in both of them, my advice would be maybe to go with the underdog. Uh, in both of them, I believe. Let's see. So first, uh, first you have Polish fighter uh, Matuez Gamrot fight, facing American Jaylene Turner, okay. not to be confused with. Jolene Turner, who played in the band. Anybody want to fill in the blanks? Same for the band Rainbow. Oh no, no. I, w- I wouldn't guess that yeah. one. No, no, nobody's got any. No, no Dio. Nobody's gonna do a Dio impression. Holy Stick it up and shout. Okay. No, ready? I got a ready. I got a D. I got a Dio impersonation. You ready? Well, you, ready? Ready? you ready? He fell on the, uh, he fell on the floor. He fell on the floor. Because he's dead? Because he's dead. Yeah. Mm. Oh, dark. Dark. Oh, oh, chip bag. But, um, uh, Jalen Turner is, is American, uh, and he is taller. He's he's a lot taller. He's longer. <laughs> he's quick. Okay. So, he is the underdog. Uh, yeah, Gamrot is talented. Uh, he's lo- <laughs> yeah. So, uh, wait. So I'm sorry. How much does he? What, what division is he in, Mr. Carter? Uh, uh, this is um, this is lightweight. This is okay. 155 pounds, and this is all. And this is Conor McGregor's weight class. Okay. 155 pounds. So um, yeah, Gamrot has he has lost his lost his last two fights against very talented opponents. 
uh, Benil Darush of um, Iran, and the other guy, uh, I, I, I would butcher his name, but to it's never like lose Armin, to an Iranian. So, yeah, what's up? To never lose to an Iranian. <laughs> I worked for uh, Darush. Well, he, he well, well, he, well, Gamrot did, and he also lost to a guy whose name is approximately Armin Sarukian, who's part. Um, part Armenian and part Russian and uh, the, very good fighter. Um, yeah, Gamrod is good, but I think this reach difference, this length difference and speed difference, I think it will benefit Turner. And I, and I, I would say go ahead and bet on Turner, the underdog okay. in that fight tomorrow night. What are the odds on that one? Uh, Turner, um, Gamrod is negative 215. And he was he was the favorite in the last fight. Um, I I think I might have mentioned it in an article I wrote for CornerPubSports.net. I I might have put in an article to go for the Iranian Darush against Darush. in that fight. Darush. 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 <laughs> yeah, the the odds were about the same when that fight started, and um and what's his name uh, Darush got two out of three rounds Darush. in that fight. Darush. I, I, I like the fact that you're going for underdogs, though, SG. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I knew I knew you'd like that, uh, Mike. It's just it's just that yeah, it's just that kind of night. Um, yeah, it's really it's mostly about underdogs. Uh, it, it's uh, what's her name? Um, Alexa Grasso is the underdog that I would say put Not the too. least uh, yeah put the least faith in her. Uh, this one, uh, Jaylene Turner, Jeff Neal in the next fight. And uh, what's his name? Sirogan, the Frenchman. He, he's an underdog too, but uh, yeah, just you know, just watch. I, I think I think you may see a lot of underdogs win last win tomorrow night. And I've been doing studies to see how often do favorites win, and it seems to be that out of out of fifty fights, favorites wow. tend to win. Favorites tend to win thirty-three to forty-four out of every fifty fights. Thirty-three to. 44? That's a lot. That's a big difference. Wow. <clears throat> like, you, you got to narrow it yeah, down a little bit. That's a, there's that a doesn't give, yeah, that doesn't give us anything. That's like 66% no, okay. or 88%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere between 66 and 88%. 60% of the time? It works every time. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I know. It smells like Bigfoot's dick. <laughs> Yeah, a, a few months ago, I was trying to calculate if I was wasting time by actually studying fights versus just picking favorites on principle. You know what Dave Peterson yeah. just wrote? He just wrote a bunch of Arabic writing. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of Arabic writing on it. <laughs> what the fuck? So, Mr. Carter, how about a stat that that does that really does matter? Your uh. Your um, percentage, since you've been making predictions on the show, is what? Um, I, I, again, I, I am separated from my computer at the moment, but I believe okay. uh, I am seventy, approximately 73.9% or 17 for 23. If, if you listen to all the tapes and you read all the articles that I've submitted, you're going to find it, it should come to about 17 for 23, 74%. 
and tonight we're talking about six, so that'll bring it up to 29. 29 fights, we'll see. We'll see if it's 17 for 29 or if it's uh, 26 for 29. No, no, 23. We'll see if it. We'll see if it can get as high as 23 out of 20. 29. And, all, and also, this puts you at 100 total fights researched since last June. Uh, of 2021, a uh, hundred fights researched since June of 2021. Uh, 2021. I'm sorry, last year, yeah. Okay. And yeah, you said 74 percent. Yep, 74 percent. You said so. So, but a lot of them have been favorites. Have you like put in something to where if you bet a hundred on each fight, where you yeah. might end up on that? Yeah, I can't. I can't say it. I I th- I think what I th- Mike, I, I believe I believe what you're trying to say, which is a, which is very important, is like how many of those fights were the odds close because indeed out of those uh, 100 fights, surely at least 10 to 15 of them were fights where say somebody was a 400 plus favorite right. and to, to, to call them as the winner doesn't really say a whole lot about my expertise versus, you know, how no, I wasn't even challenging that. I was just 200. Right. No, I, mean, I was just more saying about the, so yeah, you're at seventy four percent. But if if some of them are favorites, just have you ever calculated on an Excel spreadsheet saying, okay, if I say I bet a hundred on all twenty three of these fights, what am I gaining on the four hundred to one? I'm only gaining twenty five. I'm only getting twenty five for that one. If I'm betting an underdog, I'm getting this. And then kind of where at the end of the at the end of it all with the seventy four percent. Betting twenty three hundred dollars, what's your profit? Oh, okay. Well, um, well, well uh, Mike, I, yeah, I'm, I'm away from my computer with spreadsheet tonight, but I, I can get back to you about that. I can, uh, you know, I, I record the odds of every fight I research, right. so we we could uh, we could I could get back to you about how uh, you know hypothetically how much money would you have in your hands if you won a hundred dollars on every cps pick i got right and you lost whatever money there was to lose on the ones i got wrong i, I can get back to you about that in, in the near future and, and i'm happy to do that yeah no i, I think it would be interesting because you yeah, know i sure. think that that's i think that the the percentage winnings is good but in the at the end of the day mike's all about the money yeah i'm all that's about the money I'm but, like, but it if makes you're, sense if you're an ex if you're if you're an expert on the show we want to kind of um we want to kind of see how you're how you're faring at the end of the day, right. not just your win percentage, but your actual profit. I I totally agree. Uh, another book I've read about uh, sports game or about fight gambling, they talked about just this. Uh, Shevchenko represents a great example to talk about. You know what we're saying here that say out of a hundred fights, I've studied four Shevchenko fights. So usually you have to bet like a thousand dollars to win a hundred on Shevchenko. Right. So if if a person bet on only five fights, four four fights of Shevchenko and one for someone else, um, you know they might have won. They might have risked four thousand dollars and won four hundred dollars on Shevchenko. But if they lost eight hundred dollars on that fifth fight, that person, it, like you said, they're a money loser, even though. You know, in math terms, they they yeah. get to say, I yeah, you're, you're, hey, I was eighty percent, but I lost four hundred dollars. Dave Peterson chimed in and said, "Bet two camels on the Iranian fighter who will win two camels and a goat." 
<laughs> I like them odds. Yeah, I like those odds. Um, all right, so um, do you have anything else uh, you'd like to plug uh, before we let you go, sir? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, to, just last fight to mention oh, okay. uh, real Sorry. fast. Oh. Uh, Sorry about uh, that. Jeff Neal. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Uh, yeah, before the main events, Jeff Neal, American versus Shavkat Rachmanov. Shavkat. Uh, I don't know what cut. Shavkat? Pretty much. Shavkat. Shavkat. That's Shavkat. my guy. I'm going to Shavkat up Mabano. I'm betting the house on him. Shavkat up up Abano. Where's with Sean, or, with Sean, or without where's the, you? Where's the I've got my shit packed in soundbite? <laughs> Hold on, let me find it. Hold on, here we go. Pushed in. Oh, yeah, Hold man. on. My shit in, bro. There it is. All right, I, I know. Is that, was it, did he get it pushed in by Shovecock? Yeah, he got pushed in by Shovecock. No, he got shoved in by him, Hulk Hogan, brother. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Mr. Carter, you couldn't hear that clip, but it's from uh, Training Day. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, what What are the names again? Shove. Shovecock. Um, Shovecock. Sh- sh- I mean, uh, to, uh, no, it's Shovecock. It's Shovecock. <laughs> He's never going to be able to pronounce yeah, it right now again. All, now we almost twist it up. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, so, sh- sh- uh, call him what you want. Uh, <laughs> Rock Monarch. as a Rock Monarch. He is. Uh, you know, it, it, you want to make money on him. You need you need four hundred sixty dollars to win a hundred on him. Okay, and he's good. However, I, I would say go ahead and put your money, uh, as long as you can afford to lose it. That is, put your money on on the American, the underdog Jeff Neal. He uh, he came in five pounds overweight uh, today. Uh, I'm not entirely sure if they'll ca- cancel the fight. It's currently not listed as canceled. Uh, that's at that's Mr. Shalcock's decision at this point if he wants to bow out with the other guy weighing five pounds too much. Mm. But Neil Neil in his last fight was looking really good. He's got punching power. He could he could win a hundred dollars would get you four seventy return to you if he does. So um, that that's the side of the action that I would recommend taking there. I certainly wouldn't rule it out that Mr. Shalcock may just dominate the fight and win. So Shovecock's so. going to dominate? Say it, please. <laughs> say it. Oh, oh, okay, right. I'm going to say it. Uh, Shovecock may dominate. There you go. That's the name, that's yeah. the name of the show. Shovecock will dominate. Dominating Shovecock. Oh, man. There you go, dominating Shovecock. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Oh, this is too good. This is too good. Um, yeah, the, yeah. So, so yeah. I want to thank you guys for for having me on. Uh, yeah, once again, uh, on Instagram, please uh, give a follow to the Krav Maga Kangaroos. The forty-page comic book is ready. We'll be releasing it as soon as I can work things out with that smiley-faced conglomerate company that runs everything. Uh, yeah, fat, fast shout out to the artists that worked on that book with me. Uh, Dan Buxa out of Long Island, New York, Neblon Art way down in Yucatan, Mexico, and uh, Jamie Dillon up in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. She wow. submitted a very beautiful back cover for the comic, so it's going to be available awesome. soon. 
So yeah, I'm uh, dude, hold on for that. Oh, dude, man, well yeah, done. That's a, well done, man. Dude, that's um, that's a lot of work, dude. I'm I'm proud of you, man. That's that's great stuff, dude. I'm I'm uh looking forward to to getting a copy and reading it to the kids. Um, yeah. yeah well, cool. reading the pages I can to the kids. You know that that's acceptable, but yeah, man, that's um, that's that's awesome, dude. I'm, I'm proud of you, man. Yeah, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read it and then shove a cock in something. <laughs> uh, hey, look! Yeah, as, long as, as, you, as long as you're paying, I'm sure Seth's all right with it. He doesn't care. He doesn't care what you do with the book if you pay for it. So, uh, yeah, so, some pages are a little bit more mature than others, but uh, all in all, the the entire book should be appropriate for all of. It's all right. My, my my kids so, going around. It's all good. My kids going around. I can hear him in his room going, "God damn it!" Screaming. <laughs> And then he said this fucking thing the other day. So <laughs> I think I don't think that's a problem. I don't know where he gets it from. No, I, I have no know. idea. No. Who, 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 who's to say? Who yeah, knows? I know. Uh, so before we let you go, Dave Peterson said from the Urban Dictionary, shovecock, to talk gibberish caca, shovecock in nanny's mouth. Stop talking shovecock. Take your caca nanny out of her mouth. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know. Where's, where's that even... Go Phillies, Dave. <laughs> oh my goodness, Mr. Carter, we we uh we thank you, man. Thank you so much for for jumping on our nonsense nonsensical show. Well, uh, thanks so much for having me, guys. Let me just also say hi to my lady, Danny. We're we're looking forward to listening to the replay later in the weekend. So um so yeah, you guys take care and uh, Sean. If I, I don't know if you guys talked Robo Ump. When you were making robot umpire jokes, I'll, I'll send you a bad joke if, if you weren't talking about it. Right, go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, please do. <laughs> All right. Yeah, ro- All right, robot umps. All right, SG. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much, man. Take it easy, bud. All right. Th- take care, guys. All right, brother. All right. Mr. SG Carter. <laughs> joining us on the show tonight. First time in a while we've had him on. Doing UFC talk with us tonight. He's gonna go shove his car <laughs> and his wife, Danny. It's not his, not his wife. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. man, yeah, I that's misunderstood. awesome. Man. Yeah, good, for, dude. I'm I'm really happy for him in the, the comic book coming out, man. That's that's great stuff, dude. He's been working on uh, he's been yeah, working it's been a, a really long time yeah. on that. So that's all. I mean, I, yeah, dude. It's it's incredible. That's mm-hmm. great. That's a lot of work, man. I can't imagine. So. I mean, when we talked to Lenny Dykstra, he said the hardest thing he ever did was that book that he did. Yeah. The hardest thing in his life yeah, he ever I, did was that book. It's weird because, it. yeah. except Dawkins. Dawkins said yeah, it was easy. Yeah, Dawkins said it was easy for him, yeah. But, look, I mean, that dude. Dawkins is different, though. He's built different, man. Yeah. He's different. Fucking Wolverine. All right, so. Um, Where did Gary go? Oh, hold on. Uh, he said he had to go. <clears throat> oh. To bed, to bed? All right, he said he had to go. Uh, while you were drunk real quick, guys, and then we'll uh, do the Eagles, all right? Um, yeah, well, what the fuck's wrong with him, man? I am not drunk, man. You're trying to make me drunk. It's time to catch up on some things you may have missed. Do you think a six-pack is, is acceptable? While you were drunk. I'm drunk and I love cats. What more do you need to know? All right, so while you were drunk, all right, John Morant, John Morant, I'm sorry, John Morant uh, has been accused of um, punching a teenager and threatening him with a gun. At his own house. Yeah. Yeah, the kid he, was over. A, he, he invited him over and played ball. Yeah, and then uh, threatened his life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Willie McGinnis is in trouble. Uh, former uh, two-time, you know, Super Bowl uh, 
winner from the Patriots, Carl Malone, that, uh, apparently reports have surfaced of him messing with a, a teenage girl. Now? Uh, when he was a little younger, yeah. Oh. Well, he was, well, he was younger. He was older. I mean, he was over 21. Yeah, he was over 21. Yeah. Uh, potential first-round pick, Jalen Carter, is in a lot of trouble. Yeah, that uh, is, that's interesting. Yeah, death, you know, death involved there. Uh, so I, I lumped all these guys together um, just because. Uh, Murdoch, the, the, the Murdoch, the, the, did you see the dude Murdoch is uh, found guilty? Yeah. Murdered his wife and son. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, two counts of murder, two counts of um, uh, uh, concealed weapon or something. I, it just begs the question, what the hell is wrong with people? You have all, all these people have something in common. They have, well, except for the, the rookie who was going to make a ton of money. He'll still make a ton of money. He's getting drafted. Yeah, he's still going to get drafted. He's not doing hard time. I mean, he, he said, I'm going to be exonerated. He, you know, yeah. whatever. Well, he didn't. OJ said that too, and he was right. Yeah, but this that, that, this kid's not going to prison. He like he didn't. Right, all yeah. he did was he was. I, I think they were drag racing. Yeah. Him and the other guy were drag racing, and right. the other guy's car crashed. Right. Or right, something, right. and yeah, he he'll, he'll probably be all right. But he just didn't report it or something, or led the what it was left yeah. the scene. Yeah, he was at the scene, and, and yeah, maybe he didn't report it right. or whatever. Yeah. Like he's gonna get a slap on the wrist. He may get like some. Probation and but he's not going to do prison. He's not going to prison. He's still going to get drafted in the top five. I think. Oh, you think he's still going in the top five? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? Idea. That's from, interesting. This is from Mr. S. G. Carter. Movie idea: Robocop got fired from the force for putting the knee in the back hole. What happened? What is this? He got fired from the force for putting his knee on someone's neck. Who? Jesus, <laughs> Robocop. Christ. But then the judge sentenced him to become a baseball umpire for community service. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right. So, um, <laughs> Jesus, man. That's a good joke. <laughs> but yeah, all these uh, all these guys have something in common, man. You know, they have money in front of them, and and, and they're young. They're doing these stupid ass things. Well, I don't. I, well, they were Carl, young. Carl Malone. They were young when but, it happened. Like, what the hell? What are you thinking? And 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 Charles Barkley was right, man. Well, the drag racing, like... Charles Barkley was right. I am not a role model. I am right. not a role model. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and apparently these guys aren't either. And the fact that you're putting yourself in the spotlight, you're supposed to hold your... You are. You're supposed to hold yourself to a different standard because you are in the spotlight and because people are giving you an opportunity to be in the spotlight. They're paying... They're basically paying your salary by going to these games and going to these events and movies and whatever. And then you can't behave. You can't put your ego aside to a teenage kid, and you and you can't not. That's what the, dude, dude. You're that's rich. You can't that. not drink and drive. See, and that's the thing. Like I always felt, like you see this kind of shit over and over and over and over. I always felt, high school, college, whatever. Like one of them, they're like, give me a life course, like especially the, the, these guys that are projected to go professional sports. Like you know when they're in high school. If they're projected to be a professional athlete, give them some life management classes. Mm-hmm. How to live as a millionaire. How to manage the, the, like the people around me. Like how to make sure I'm not in a situation that like that I can't end up in in, in trouble like this. Yeah. Um, I am not excusing them. I'm not saying it, but 
In college, that, that, in college that's I where could, it needs to start changing. In college, I could definitely see that as a – I don't know if you can make it a course, but as a mandatory before you step on the college field or before the end of the year, before you graduate or whatever it is, to have a two-hour mandatory session on life lessons for that every year. Yeah. Like something to, to, like, and to guide them. Now, it may not help. No, but it, it might. Yeah. Saying, like, but just bringing up. <laughs> this shouldn't even. Bring up so many different things. Bring up Carter. Bring up these guys. That, bring up Odom, who showed his dick pic or something. Like, right. bring these guys. Like, these. Did you see that hammer on that guy? I'd send dick pics too if I had that hammer. <laughs> no, I didn't see the hammer. I didn't look. Yeah, Lamar Odom had a hammer. I would have sent dick pics too. <laughs> okay. You'd have lost millions of dollars for it, but... It's all right. I would have gained it back it. in porn. He can afford it. Yeah, he can afford it, and he's... All right, I'm sorry. So, no, but I mean, have the list of it and just basically say, like, <coughs> this is this is step one of, like, what not to do, and this is what you're losing. And hey. then you could get into, like, when you have millions of dollars, like, your friends aren't... You're you're not making it rain with your friends, right, right? You can't do that. And you hear like you hear like you know, poor cry on me, but but you hear like so many people say it. Like it's not easy being green, like being wealthy. Like right. it's not easy. So these twenty one, twenty two year old kids have millions of dollars. It's just a matter of time for most of them end up in trouble, right? I know if I was a tw- when I was twenty one, twenty two years old, if I had a million dollars, it'd be gone by now. Probably be dead or in prison. <coughs> Honestly, right? Like, I, you know, the dumb decisions that I made, and I I never had a million dollars. Right. So just one million, one million, one million dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I don't know, man. I just don't. I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. But you guys, you guys are on. You guys had some good ideas for sure, you know. But things aren't going to change. No, no. Or actually have maybe they're figure out a way to get some reputable financial planners for those guys. Or even yeah. that, like a court, like financial planning course, something, man, like something. Yeah. Uh, while you were drunk, um, so Robbie Anderson. Has changed his name again. Oh, okay, so it was Rob Anderson when he came in the league, and then it's Robbie Anderson, and now his name is Chosen Anderson. Get the fuck out! Chosen here. Anderson. I. Did, what is he in a karate kid? I don't know what's going. Like, chosen. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. There. Chosen Anderson. So. Okay. I'm. I know. I'm not going to be choosing you for fantasy football. You fuck. He killed me. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll never choose him again. Killed me. Um, there was a uh, a killer cock. Killer cock. I, I've been saving this one for like weeks. Um, an Irish, the Irish Examiner in Cork, Ireland. Oh yeah. Which, by the way, Cork is a beautiful, beautiful place. Ugh. Uh, and if you ever go to Ireland, go to Cork, over Dublin, visit Dublin for a day or two, and then go to Cork. I'm telling you. Uh, anyway, they reported that Jasper Cross Kraus was allegedly attacked by a Brahma chicken that was moved to his property after it attacked the child. It had attacked oh. the child, moved to his property. 
Um, it found out that the, uh, I guess the police or I don't know, someone reported that when they responded to reports of a sudden death on April 28th, when he, uh, oh, this is last year. It's an old story. Mm-hmm. Oh, because he went to court recently. Right. That's what it is. Okay, this was a court case. Uh, when he arrived, he spoke to paramedics who said CPR attempts to revive the victim were unsuccessful because the guy was found on the ground with bite marks in his leg. So the chicken, the killer, the killer cock, <laughs> ate his leg. And, like, the guy bled out yeah, from wounds in his leg. Hit an artery or something yeah, in his leg. Yeah, and it killed yeah, him. Jesus. Fucking killed him. Like, that's insane. That might be cock! Cock! That cock! That might be the name of our show, The Killer Cock. The Killer Cock. That's it. <laughs> that's it, man. Cock! Killer Cock! Like, what? The Killer Shovecock. The <laughs> Killer Shovecock. Uh, Manny Machado signs an extension. Yeah, he got paid. Yeah, after being a bitch and saying he wasn't going to be coming back to the team, and then he ends up, you know. I guess he had a plan. Yeah, I guess it worked out in his favor. What was it, $350 million? 11 years. He'll be 42 years old. Is it 11 for 350 Is that what it ends Something up Something like that, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, so that's more money than he got from his last contract. Yep. More yeah. per year. Yep. And all guaranteed. Yep. And just remember, he signed. And he's two years older, so he's going to be two yep. years old. Wow. He signed the same year that Bryce Harper did. Thank God. Opted out and got more money than thank, Bryce Harper did. Than thank, Bryce Harper did. Thank God, fine. though, man. But Bryce, I'm sorry. Bryce is in a better situation here, man. I, I, I just, I, I firmly believe that. Like, Absolutely. San Diego's a small market team. San Diego's kind of stacked, though, dude. Man, All right. We, well, we you know what? Last, we beat them last year. All right. It's. They're gonna fall apart, dude. You got too many egos on the team. When you're, when you're talking, three hundred million, is fifty million more gonna make that big of a difference? Probably not. Probably not. Nah. And the pressure that's just you can get the the moat in your house now. Fuck. But the pressure that's on that organization too. Apparently, the owner like like um. Because of where they finished last year, where it looked at, he made the trade for Soto, the Dodgers, you know. So, they're apparently, from what you hear, they're just going to keep spending and spending and spending to try to take over and try to win. Still the Dodgers in that division, man. All right. Well, good luck with that. Uh, Damian Lillard scored 71 points this week and then got tested immediately afterwards by the NBA. He was livid. Oh, he should have been. That's ridiculous. Yep. First of all, he's he has been on a little bit of a tear. Like he, he's a uh, he's the league's leading scorer. He's like, going to win the scoring. Dart. That's ridiculous that that happened. Oh, he was he took over the league because like it was Doncic and Embiid no, for a while. That's, a, that's him. That's well, after seventy-one points now, yeah. I guess. Uh, the Los Angeles Clippers playing. So the Los Angeles Clippers had lost in the they lost in the highest scoring second highest scoring game ever. No, I didn't even hear about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was the triple overtime yeah, when game. Like, once they lost to these Kings. Yeah, it was 174 S- to 173. Something like that. Wow. Yeah. Then their plane got struck by lightning. <laughs> so they had a hell of a week. Um, and they got Russell Westbrook. And they got Russell Westbrook. So, oh. you know. Yeah. Uh, the Dukes of Why? Hazard car uh, was involved in an accident. Why was it being driven? So they made 350 of them. Oh. 
but this one was signed by all the cast members and used on site, or used on set and everything. So the guy ended up like sliding off the road and just like crashed into a tree or something. And dude, he demolished that car. You can still see the autographs like on the hood. <laughs> uh, they're on the so, tree now. Which goes to show you that Confederate doesn't always win. Um, <laughs> Shut up, dude. And NFL Films is being sued. This is the final uh, while you were drunk story. I got one too. Yeah, do you? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, you do. Uh, NF- NFL, I'm sorry. I got distracted by something else. Um, it's an Eagle story. That's fine. I can wait. I forget what the fuck my story was now because I deleted it. Okay. What so, you got, Mike? So I got the two. I just deleted it. Um, one is NFL. Um, oh, NFL Films. I'm sorry. NFL Films is being sued because apparently um, when they were doing their videos and all, they were sharing like lewd pictures and videos of women and storing it <laughs> and not using the footage, obviously. And they've apparently are being accused of keeping that footage and yeah so the 70s were they're, they're now weird be, they're time. now being sued so jesus yeah. they'll be all right they he, got plenty of money he wasn't there but he might have seen it um <laughs> no so the first nfl story Steve is sable um, probably like what the fuck dad the dan snyder story where he charged his own team four and a half million dollars to put he the took- logo on this on their jet yeah he took $55 million out in loans against his own team. Yeah, he charged royalties and everything against his own team. So, so that's kind of like setting up it's fraud. a third-person like business, yeah. kind of. <clears throat> yeah. He needs to be thrown in jail. I agree. There's been always accusation, accusations against him before this, and now this happens. He's always seemed like a sleazebag. Yeah. Um, but no, and, and there were – Most of the like, owners are. But the, the, yeah. the, he he this one he he goes above and beyond here, man. It, it's yeah, embezzlement. They, they were ranked as there were some ranking that they pulled a bunch of players and they were a bottom five team along with Jacksonville, Arizona. Actually, did you hear the thing about the Arizona Chargers? Did you hear the thing about the Arizona Cardinals? Yeah. Apparent, apparently, they um they charged the players for food. for food in yeah. the, in the, the which were. is bullshit. I don't care how much money. I'm right. being, I don't care how much money you're paying me. I'm coming to the facility. I'm working out. I'm watching film. Whatever you're yeah, feeding me. You're, yeah, absolutely. Right. You give me a hoagie, something, it's whatever. Arizona. And Ooh, you suck. And apparently they have like the worst weight room right. in the league. Like it, it's not oh, updated yeah. or nothing. Yeah. yeah, there's like floorboards and shit that are. Well, right. we already know they have the worst fucking field and the field condition in the uh, goddamn. Yeah. League. So yeah, they were. They were ranked as one of them, Jacksonville, and um, them, Jacksonville, and um, Washington were three of the teams. Oh, and I think there was the Chargers as well. Oh yeah, That's and then there was one other team. That team know. doesn't even have a real fan base. Yeah. So uh, the other story is um, there was a exhibition game played between the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Baltimore Orioles that did not have umps. That was played in the bottom of the ninth inning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this. Pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. So, it's preseason. It's a game where, you know, people are just trying to get work in. (laughs) So, you get to the bottom of the ninth inning. One of the teams, whoever the home team is, it doesn't really matter which one, 
is up by three runs. Mm-hmm. And the both teams agree and decide, let's play this out. Let's play the other half the inning. You know said, yeah, you guys do what the fuck you want, but we're off the fucking clock. <laughs> we're we're out. Get, we're going to get drunk. <laughs> we're going to get drunk. Yeah. And they we, played we, it. That's that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, they they just kind of like, ah, fuck it. Let's go. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's like backyard baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Backyard baseball was the shit. Didn't matter, ball strikes, I guess, whatever. But yeah, the ups are like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> We're out of here. We got a fucking tea time. We're speaking in fucking tea, Florida. Speaking of tea time. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting fit for clubs tomorrow. Nice. Mm. Yeah. That's all I have. All right, that's why we were drunk. All right. So the last segment we got, are we doing it? Yeah, let's do we're it. Doing yeah, it? All right, let's do it. <coughs> we're talking uh, some Eagles. I'm sorry about the cough, guys. I'm really trying my best here. I, I'm not sick. I, I, there's been something in my throat for the last three days. I can't get it out. It's shovecock. <laughs> shovecock. Shovecock's in my throat. I cannot get it. And it's, like, choking me. Like, it's literally, like, ga- I'm gagging on this shit. It's horrible. Make your jokes. Come on, get them over with. It, it, it's almost it's too sho- easy. It's Shovecock with Sean. Shovecock. That's the name of the show. All right, so let's do it. So we're talking Eagles. Um. So we're just gonna get into it. So I, I'm sure. I'm sure any Eagles fan knows the situation that the Eagles are in right now. Yep. Um, they have 20 free agents. The two when when you have this uh, success. You generally end up having, right? It's like it's it's. This is what happens, right? Uh, Dave wants to know. There's break, uh, sorry, breaking news. Carson Wentz signs with the London, the London Silly Nannies, <laughs> and rumors <laughs> are that the Marcus Mariota and the Eagles may be gaining traction. Yeah, I'm I'm already with Mariota coming in here as a backup. You know, oh, that doesn't that that makes a, a lot of little sense. bit of sense because he's a running right athletic quarterback that would kind of fit the mold of a. Hurts. Yeah, okay. I'm completely fine with Mariota yeah. being a backup quarterback. Yep, 100%. I'd rather so, him than Minshew. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yep. So, um, when you hear that the Eagles have 20 free agents, it's like, all right, we got some we got some work to do. But the I, names but on the list, wow. When you see it on paper, it's con- – I know a lot of them. It's fucking concerning, man. It it really is. Um, I can name 10 of them right off the top Right. Of I'm, I'm sure we, can, we all can. But, again, when you – Sit down and just read it. It's like, what the fuck, man? What are they going to do? Right. And their their cap situation is not great, and no. they got to pay Hurts. Right. So um, it's going to be hard to be viable, if you, in my opinion, over the next year or two. But anyway. So yeah, I'm, we'll, I'm we'll, gonna, we got plenty of time to talk about that. When you have Hurts, you, right. you, and you should still be the favorite in the NFC. But anyway, go ahead. So I'm going to start with the least important ones and work my way up the list. And what are we doing here? Are we doing a stay or go? Might as well, right? All right. Yeah. All right. So, yep. Marcus Epps, go. Um. Okay. <laughs> he can go. Garner Minshew, go. He can go. go. Tyree Jackson, he can go. Uh, he's, well, he, what's he do? He's the wide receiver, right? No, he's the uh, third tight end. Third tight end. He's a big body dude. You know what? He, whatever. He, he probably. He's not going to make that much. No, he can probably come back. <laughs> Either way, I'm indifferent on him. Yeah, he's replaceable. Yeah. Dave Peterson said Garner Minshew could shove cock. Yeah, well done. <laughs> there you go. Um, the first big one, 
Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. He has to stay. C.J. Gardner-Johnson has to stay. He has to Agreed? stay. Agreed? Agreed? Yeah, they said that they're going to keep him. Yeah, see, but what concerns me with that is part of the reason why he made a fuss in New Orleans is because he didn't want to be franchised. He's going to be franchised here. I think that's the only way he stays. <laughs> he, um, I mean, he'll have. It, I think they're going to try and work out a deal with him, though. Yeah, they're going to. He's staying. I don't think there's any. Backload I, there, it. There's like, no doubt in my mind right. that he's he's here next you year. You backload the contract or something. Yeah. Like, give you us this. Give us this year. And you'll get paid, like you know. Mike's got, not, no, Mike, Mike, actually Mike's got an article coming on cornerpostsports.net this weekend. It's actually not going to be easy to backload a contract. Backload a contract when you have because of guaranteed money and shit. I, I know. Well, because you're not even paying Hertz yet. Wait right. until you have to pay Hertz. Right. But right. anyway, um, Rick Lovato. Keep him. Yeah. Yeah, he's fine. cheap. Yeah, he's bring fine. him back. Um, Miles Sanders. He goes. I think he's gone. Yeah, so do I. And um, I want to say something about the Miles Sanders people. Um, I've seen a lot of it. He did this. He did that. He did this. He did. He had a career year on a contract year. Um, right. And running backs are and he didn't dime, play in the, yeah he are didn't, dimes he didn't, a dozen. He's he didn't want, do anything in the playoffs. No, he, he didn't he, do anything the last five six like like including the playoffs the last five six weeks. He's going to want a lot of money, and he's not going to get it here. Right. I'm give saying. me give right. me a Damian Harris for. Five million a year, and Miles Sanders replaced. Draft somebody, or I just don't like take that. I'm not drafting someone in the first or second round. Ed Kratz Kratz thinks they're going to take Johnson ten. Really? Yeah, he thinks they're going to take Robinson. You mean? Or Robinson? Wow! Wow! He thinks there's a chance. No, I I don't. I, I love Ed, but yeah, I don't see. I don't see. I just don't. I mean, they don't draft running backs in the first round, so they're not going to. I don't think the Eagles. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of talk about this guy possibly being a generational type of running back, but yeah, but then I don't that, know. Yeah, so it was the, there was you know so they, they said the same thing about Saquon and Zeke and yeah, where that, I know I, I know I 100 percent agree I know. Yeah, I, when I, was the last time that a generational running back type running back probably, had relevance? Probably Adrian Peterson. How many championships does he have? He's close to the all-time leading rusher, Mike. I hear you, but like in this day and age, how many championships? But a running back isn't the Derrick Henry's fantastic too, but how many championships but, does he have? But it was a good pick. Yeah, no one's gonna no one's gonna say that Titans shouldn't have taken Derrick Henry. Right. It was a good pick. That the, the, the running guy, back the is not the guy the that gets you the championship, man. Right, but he's a top ten pick. I understand that, Mike, but so Derrick Henry wasn't a good pick? Who else, would tight, who else would have Titans taken? That's right. that's the other question. Football's different, <laughs> you know. Football's different, man. It's a lot more is riding. Now on you get the number ten, the rest of the team, and you got the running back there, and Jalen Carter's there. Oh you well, have yeah. to go Jalen Carter, right? I don't care what Robinson does for. See, 10 years. I got I got five guys in the draft that I'm taking. There's like five defensive ends. Like I. Dude, I agree. And there's three or four corners that I'll take before I take a job. I agree. I, there is no chance in hell I'm picking a running back at number 10. Right. There is no chance in you hell. You want to trade back to like you have 18 other or right. something like that and get some real draft capital? Then I'm like, All It's right. not even 18. I'll get one in the third, fourth round. There are a dime a dozen. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? If he's sitting there at 31, then I'm like, all right, yeah, right. I'm in. Right, because of the value but he, of the pick. But he right. won't be. He, right. won't, he won't be right. there by then. All right, so. Because uh, the idiot Cowboys are going to replace Seek with him. <laughs> well, Pollard's out, too, so. Well, they're, they're, I read something today that they're um, if they can't work something out, they're going to franchise him. Pollard? Pollard. Well, yeah, but <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Pollard's hurt. <laughs> yeah, but they're keeping him. So, I mean, oh, yeah, they should be keeping yeah. him. But he ain't going to be playing for at least half the year. They can't. They can't afford Zeke, man. <laughs> they got to figure some. Um, the next, <coughs> next one, Zach Pascal. Whatever. You know what? I'll tell you what. I think he's I a think, valuable. I think because there's a him. there's a guy on your list that they're gonna let go, and I think they're gonna keep Pascal. I'm okay keeping him. Quez is gone, and they keep Pascal. Okay. I'm all right with that, though. I think yeah. I think Pascal does a lot of the little things that help you win games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the blocking and, yeah, mm-hmm. probably play special teams. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, Boston Scott. If Miles Sanders is going and you draft a running back, I'm, I'm all right bringing him back. I think keep him. I'm all right bringing him back. I think you keep him. I don't think he's going to cost a ton. Right. I mean, this, yeah, year, this year he made a 1.7. It's a league minimum. I'll is bring it, him. Is 1.7 a lead minimum? That, that, that's around that. Mm. You might get three. Okay. I'm okay with like, that. Like, he's not hurting your cap. No. Not, no. Yeah, not enough I'm to. I'm all right with that. Um, Linvale Joseph. You got to keep – I know we're, like, looking at Sue and Joseph and saying that oh, they could both go. I got, I think you got to keep one of them. <sighs> yeah, I think – yeah, you got to keep one of them for depth purposes – Especially because Jordan Davis wasn't able to stay healthy this year, and the guy, another guy that's on the list. That yeah, I, I think I think you got to keep going. one of them. I I would rather keep Joseph because he's younger than right. Sue, so I'd rather keep Joseph. Okay, so the next did Mike. All right, I mean I wasn't thinking that, but okay, I'll go with you guys. All right, so the next one's then that met Dominic and Sue, so he's going. Right. Yeah, I'm fine with that. All right. Um, Can't do anything. If you ask me, this is a guy they have to keep. They have to. T.J. Edwards. Yeah, you don't want to lose. You don't want to lose your leading tackle and linebacker uh, because there's another guy on the list that I'm fine with letting go. That's right. a linebacker. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and um, then you you have him, and then you can slide into Kobe you, Demon. Yeah, can you afford to keep all these guys? Yeah, I mean, I'm keeping what three so I've, far. Yeah, I've, and we've kept Linville, Joseph, Boston Scott, and yeah. Zach Pascal. Yeah, none of them are. None okay. of those guys are no. right. So. Carter Johnson you're going to have to pay. That's the only one so far, I guess. Right. Yeah. And T.J. Edwards. T.J. Edwards you're going to have to pay. So, you, so if you keep him and Johnson, you're going to have to pay one of them. Now, uh, T.J. Edwards is not going to get a monster. I'm sorry, did you say Johnson? I stuck my big black Johnson right down his goddamn. It's Joseph, not Johnson, by the way. Okay. Not <laughs> Lindell. Oh, Garner Johnson. I'm sorry. I'm th- like that, th- th- like with him and T.J. Edwards, you're gonna have to pay one of them. Fucking whiskeys in this. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, you can't let T.J. Edwards go, uh, okay. especially because this guy's got to go, Kaiser White. Right. Mm, okay. Um, Andre Dillard. Go. Yeah, he's got to go. I mean, not got to go, but he probably goes. He probably gets a contract. He probably is gonna. Get a chance to start somewhere. Isaac Salmao. Go. He's going. I, I, he's going to make too much money. Yeah, he's going to want too much. I think you got to let him go. I think you hold off. I think <laughs> you wait. 
see what Jason Kelsey's going to do. If Jason Kelsey retires, you keep him. So you could, and then you got um. I'd love to, but Cam Jurgens, right? I'd love to, but I but don't. if Jason Kelsey stays, Salmao goes, and Cam Jurgens plays. That's true because that money guard. comes off. His money comes off the book right. when he retires. And so. Jason Kelsey's due nine million. Kelsey's going to make a decision soon. It's, it's got to come before free agency. Uh, is Kelsey? So Kelsey's on the on the book for nine million. Yes. And he decides whether or not he returns for the nine million. Mm-hmm. Right. That helps a little bit. Can you give? Yeah, but you know what? Can you give the nine million to say Milo? Is that going to be enough? Might not be, man. I don't think so. All right, moving yeah, on. Yeah, I don't know. If, yeah. I would say. I would say. I think both of them go. You think Salmala makes more than nine million a year? Salmala's a really good I mean, lineman, no, man. He's a really good lineman. I don't know. I, I I think that I think they let both of them go. It seems like Salmala and Dillard. It's a lot of depth you're losing on the line, man. Just and Kelsey. Seems like a lot. So wait, Kelsey retires, and you're letting both of these guys go. Yeah. Wow. I, just, I don't know what you do. Yeah. I don't if know Kelsey you, retires, I you gotta try to keep Salmao. You can't let Salmao go. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I don't know what what else can you do there. Right, like that's a necessity where you got to spend money. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I love the line, but. That's the most important part of this fucking team, to be honest with you. See, this is yeah. where it, this is where it gets. Like, but how, they, there's only so they, much money, right? And this is where it gets. How are they viable, man? Next year, like, because all right, so go through the rest of the list because there's James Bradbury gone. He, he's gone. It's, it's unless you trade Darius Slay, right? One which of the I gone. prefer. I think Bradbury's the better corner. I I, I like. I like the thought process of getting, if they're all things equal and they're at least similar in value, I still think I like Slay a little bit more. But if you can get a third-round pick. And sign Bradbury. And sign Bradbury. That's a lot more value. You're getting a third-round pick. You're getting that off the books and replacing it with, then I'm okay. So Bradbury's 30. Slay's probably like 32. 32. Slay. And we yeah. signed Slay when he was signed. And Slay's, yeah. Slay's do a lot of money. Come on, stupid ass. Yeah, he's 32. <sighs> Man. So you're losing one of those two. Yeah, Dom. Okay. For right now, I don't think that you get to trade Bradbury. Or you don't get to trade Slay. So I'm saying you, you, that you lose Bradbury. Okay. I mean, yeah, you're not keeping being, them both. Yeah, for the time being, I, I say they keep sliding. Bradbury's going. Okay. Um, here's another. Well, we just talked about Jason Kelsey. Here's another one. There's no way he's an Eagle next year. Javon Hargrave. No, yeah. I thought that he was. No, he's the one that I'm keeping. I think he's gone. There's no way, man. The Bears are going to give him $17 million a year. <laughs> and he's um, he's uh, he's like the third best free agent. Right. Out there on the list. The Bears are going to give him so much money. There's no way he's See, that's extra. that's why when you're saying those, the, the three offensive linemen, I think you have to keep Hargers. 
I think Hargraves is prior to number one. No, what? No, Mike, I completely here's the disagree. Thing, here's the thing, completely though. Completely disagree. Yeah, if you got a franchise quarterback that you're going to sign, you have to keep some some of that line intact to protect them. You have to. If Kelsey retires, you can't let them both. Right. Yeah. If Kelsey retires, you can't let some all go. If J- Kelsey's back, but you're you're getting rid of Fletcher Cox too. If Kelsey's back, though, I kind of. If Kelsey comes back, I think they keep Hargrave. You can't, you can't lose both of those guys, right? You can't lose both of those tackles. Who Hargrave and, and Cox? Yeah. See, that's where I'm a little off. Like, I think there's no chance J- Javon Hargrave's back. I think they keep Fletcher Cox. See, I was the opposite. I think that Hargrave is is a lot younger. And he is, but he's a lot more expensive. I'm letting Cox go, man. I know he's a little more, he's a little less money than Hargrave is, but but it's dude. You think about it, it's not a little less. That's it's Javon uh, Hargrave's going to get offered six like, million less, right? Like, Five million less. Yeah. Javon Hargrave's going to get offered the like Fletcher Cox is going to get paid too. But you might have the opportunity to bring him back on a team friendly deal. He just did that last. You just did that last year. He's not taking a team friendly deal. I hear you. It sucks. Fuck. <laughs> Brandon Graham. Go on. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> he cannot wear another uniform. He made the most important play in fucking Eagles history. I hear you. Revisionist, you can't. I hear you, but we had this conversation. Actually, you weren't on the show. That's right. He wasn't on the show a couple weeks ago. Um. It's a business. We had this conversation, and as much as I want to see him stay here for nostalgic purposes and for productive purposes, he was he was really good last year. Yeah. <clears throat> to make some of these decisions that you have to make, I I think he's gone. I I hate to say it. I don't know if you can keep yeah, him. You, you hate to end up like the Phillies. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you can where keep you held him. on the Rollins and Utley and Howard See, but that's for too where long. You're, that's where you're like. That's a difference. Like you're sitting here, you're saying, "Let Hargraves go." All right, so keep Cox. Like this is that. All right, like, so you're la- you're willing to let Graham go? The legends walk, like walk and keep Hargrave. Yeah, that's a better business decision. I agree with you. I do agree with you. So you let Brandon Graham, you let Fletcher Cox walk, and you focus on signing Javon Hargrave. Yes, I. That's a better business yeah. move. I get it. And we when we it's were just talking, it's gonna be to, so fucking hard to see both of them guys sucks. in a different. When uniform. we were talking about, we we're saying Kelsey goes, Brandon Graham goes, and you're able to sign Bradbury and CJ Garner Johnson. That's the way we were talking about it two weeks That's ago. That's right. Yeah. But the more, uh, who, dude, who who knows what's gonna happen? Who knows? Yeah, it's that's so the last two on the list. Robert Quinn, fuck him. God, God, he waste was of fucking space. Yeah, that was a waste of a pick. And yeah. Fletcher Cox. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with letting Cox go. Yeah. Uh, Dude, yeah. There's two guys. Just let let the Cox let the Cox go. Well, I don't want to do it, but there's um. He doesn't he doesn't do anything for me. The one guy, I mean, Howie Roseman already said, and that's the way it should be. This is Jason Kelsey's timeline. Um, if he's not retiring, he's an eagle. Expect. Especially if he's already signed for nine million. Right. I mean, right. if, if right. he wants to come back for right. like I, I'm okay with him coming back for nine million. Yep. The one that's going to hurt the most, man, is Brandon Green. 
Yes, I agree with that. That's going to fucking hurt. Yeah, if he goes, it, yeah, he's a good good dude, good locker room leader. But but it's the signed, smart. It's the you smart. Signed, if you signed. let him and right, yeah, you I'll let him what, and though. Fletcher Cox walk and you can sign Javon Hargrave. I'll tell you what, but though. You, you, if you there's signed, anybody. You signed to sign to, to be the next Brandon Grant. He's on the other side of the field, but yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah I, I, he's on the other side, but yeah. And then Josh uh, Sweat's coming back. You also have Der- I, I, I know he's Eric not Burgess. great. You have Derek Barnett coming back. Barnett, yeah, Barnett, and and here's the Josh here's Sweat. the thing though. Brennan Graham screams to me a guy that would come back for. Hey, what? How much can you spend to keep me here? Yeah, but how much less? Like, like right. to, to where it's not looking made, foolish. Graham's not going to want to. He Look, I mean, if you, could get, if you could get Graham on a decent deal, I'm happy to bring yeah, him back. But if, yeah, but, but if Carolina, because it's reported that uh, him and Cox both are are look like they would like oh, to really? reunite okay. with um, Jim Schwartz, if Carolina offers Brandon Graham a three year, I don't know, thirty six million dollar deal, the Eagles can't do that, man. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, they can't even come that would close, be, that would be and stupid. it would be foolish for him not to take it. And it'd be stupid for the Eagles to match that. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. So, at this point in his career, for him not to take that, his agent's going to be telling him, no, mm-hmm. you have to take this contract. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, dude, we knew this was going to be a depressing and a it's gonna tough so conversation. It's going to be the end of an error, error man. It's going to be the end. It, the it, it is. It is. Can you imagine but you come in the next year? But it's Jason, the start of a new one. Can you imagine you come in the it next is. year? Jason Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, and Brandon Graham are not on this team. Yeah, Kelsey. It'll suck. Kelsey, I kind of expect it, honestly. But I don't. I got to be honest, man. I think. That, I'm sorry, Sean. I'm Cam Jurgens is going to be something nice to watch, but, dude. I, and I, I'm. I think if Jason Kelsey was retiring, you would already know. I think the yeah. fact that this the decision's taken this long means he's coming back. And Jason Jason Mays just said this was going to happen whether lo- win or lose. When it when when or lose that Super Bowl. Well, of course, happen. yeah, so yeah. We, but we it would have been all right if they would. It would have felt a little better if they won. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, it would. Dude. Yeah, it would. You would be just as goddamn depressed reading this list today. Yeah, fuck this list. <laughs> you can have it, Mike. But he said it just sucks that it's a loss. Yeah, it, just it um, does. And then. Uh, Real quick, before we uh, call the show, we've been on it for two and a half. Um, the new hires. Uh, <laughs> no, boy. Let's start with offense. The Eagles offensive coordinator is uh, now Brian Johnson. You put your left foot in! <laughs> you put your left foot out! You played a hockey pokey! And you shit out about! Andy! I don't mind. So wait. So we went from the Eagles Fire! offensive coordinator. We just completely skipped over ACDC and went to Jim Brewer. Fire! <laughs> Is that what we did? Yep. Okay. Yep. Fire! Dirty deeds. Thunder. Oh, that wasn't Brian Johnson. Oh, no. That's the other one. That's the dead Bon Scott. That's the a dead devil. guy. For those about to rock. We salute you! <laughs> Fire! For those to shop a cock! 
We suck you! <laughs> Fuck her right in the pussy. <laughs> um, Brian Johnson's the new offense coordinator. Great. I was all about this. It's fine. I have no problem. Uh, Jason said, and next week, are out next week due to being too hoarse. <laughs> I'm sorry. Too <laughs> what? Too hoarse. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I was all about this. Uh, quarterbacks coach last year, quarterbacks coach the year before that, uh, Jalen Hurts. Basically, said he was a big reason why he became. He's advocated for him. So yeah, he's big the, time. This actually, this was Jalen Hurts. He's move. been with Jalen Hurts for a while though. Like like, mm-hmm. um, he was with him a little bit in college. And actually, when Brian Johnson played football, Jalen Hurts' father coached him. With his fucking hat, <laughs> and that fucking little Jeff cap on. So his, I, his I tank top. I think it's the right hire. Like thunder. Uh, but it was the right hire. Right? I want you to do a computer to blanket. I formation. Ah! Shoot the cap. Shoot the cap. Shoot the cap. <laughs> Hit him on a slant. Use the pulling guard. Pulling guard. Pulling guard. Get out and block. RPO. RPO. <laughs> Go for two! Alright. <laughs> He's right, you're not gonna have voices tomorrow. My throat's already sore. I'm not even trying. Who's about the cock? <laughs> Just a gunshot. The bullet. Alright. Um. <laughs> oh, Christ. But the defensive coordinator position. Eh. Eh. Sean Desai uh, has been hired as the um, <laughs> the wife has demanded I shut this off. <laughs> uh, Sean, Sean Desai is now the defensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, should I start? Yeah, I think you're. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I hate this move. I hate the hire. I think out of all the coordinators, I would have much rather gone over with a college coordinator, someone who's unproven and who I wouldn't have known anything about. The fact that this guy has a track record and his track record sucks bothers me. Um, he um, is very – look, this town, it's easy to, to it's easy to say this about a defensive coordinator because when's the last good defensive coordinator we'd like? Probably – Probably uh, Jim, Johnson. Jim Johnson, right? And that's, you know, now going on 10 years. Uh, no, 12 no. years. 12 years. 12 years since he died. 2009, he died. All right? So, shit, that's... F- yeah, that's 13 yeah, years. 13 years 14 ago. years ago. Yeah. 15 years ago. Can't fucking count. 14. Yeah. <laughs> 14 years ago, he died. So, that's the last time we had a defensive coordinator we all liked. Um the fact that the yeah, but he Jim died Sh- in '09. He didn't coach a team in '09. That's true too. So it was longer than that. So Jim Schwartz won a Super Bowl here, and people still shit all over him, right? Fire Schwartz, fire Schwartz. I saw it all the time. Fire Schwartz, right? This Gannon was here and was was very. <laughs> I heart math. He said, Jason said. <laughs> um, I thought you weren't listening anymore. 
probably because we start screaming. Uh, <laughs> my throat does hurt now too. Uh, so you know, Gannon has the number one defense in the league last year. You know, almost breaks the record for sacks. Although I don't put that on Gannon. That's not Gannon. That's a talent on that that's line. That's a defensive line. Yeah, that's a talent because on that you're only really you're like rushing that. you're rushing forward. That was technique, and the guy's right. getting there. So you know, whatever. That was that was yeah. I'm glad you guys see it that way mm. um, because that helps my argument. Um, because that was the argument that people say, oh, you know, you had so many sacks. Look at the, 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 how can you let Gannon go? And, uh, I had no problem letting Gannon go because he you, lost you, the Super Bowl. you had great cornerbacks. Wait, and let, you were, you were let Gannon go? <laughs> people upset about that. People were people upset no, going. You, 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 you didn't let you him mean? go. He was a head He, was t- fact, he took a head coach. No, the fact that he were left, you, people were upset. Oh, you're going to regret this. You're not going to regret this, but there's nothing to wait. The only thing you there's will regret nothing to regret. You can't regret somebody unless you were replacing Sirianni with. No, him. no. People were saying, you know, oh, the you're going to you're going to regret like no, because there's people that didn't like pitching. Gannon. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I, I get it. And and I was one that said good written so, mm-hmm. but you could say that you're you're going to miss them. But I you think can't you're taking a step it. backwards with. Well, I wanted. I actually wanted something the opposite of what you. I don't even know who was out there, but I wanted somebody more established. I, w- I was looking for a proven guy. Vance Joseph. Vance Joseph. Lovey Smith. Um, yeah. So like, I don't love this hire. Like, I th- I'm not. He was 31st in the league in calling blitzes last year. This guy. He didn't coach the defense last year in Seattle. He was a D backs coach and assistant head coach last year. Yeah. All right, well, that defense. Was, the, the year you're okay. talking about is 21 in Chicago. <coughs> okay. All right. But Chicago had no talent. Now, I'm not that, that, that – like, like you know what I mean? I'm not saying that's not his pedigree. It does seem like they hired a guy to where not much is going to change. It's basically what you're trying to tell Fuck me. Fuck you. I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. That's what you're trying no, to tell me. No. Listen to what I'm saying. Now, maybe – Gannon did get him that far, and maybe on a better field, there's a different game that's played in the Super Bowl. Nah, still he didn't try to. He didn't adjust. He didn't, at all. Adjust. He didn't do anything. No, to he didn't you're adjust, playing ten right. yards off of Juju Smith right. Schuster. Right. Scared of Juju? He didn't do anything. You're scared of fucking so, so, Tony. So uh, it does seem like a hire to where, like, like again, like I said, where like okay, let's do this because not much will change. But at the same time. I, I, I'm trusting Howie here. Like, yeah. he's earned that. I, I hear you. I you know understand. what I mean? He's earned that. I don't love the hire. I, I think that and it's not even because not much is going to change. Even if they brought in a veteran guy where much wasn't going to change, I just – I would have loved Lovey Smith, man. I, I really would have. I would have um, been good with that. I know you may not have had him for that many years, but I would have been good with – Having a proven guy that's been through it, I feel like that's what this. That's I what feel they like need. it's a young staff, and I right? Feel like they need. There's a still veteran. not a guy on this staff that can tell Nick. Nick, no, that doesn't work. You can't do that. Now, granted, Nick's look like he's turned into a good coach. Right? Yeah, I'm not not a knock against Nick, but I feel like, I feel like in the Super Bowl we got our coach. Absolutely. On especially on the defensive end. Absolutely. And if I you had a feel veteran like you guy better on the staff. Yeah, and I don't know if the guy – I don't know if a college guy or this guy is going to be a guy that 
doesn't look like a deer in right. headlights against yep. a Completely good agree. offensive coordinator. Completely agree, Mike. Completely agree. But I'm holding out hope. Um, I'm trusting Howie. He's earned that. So. Yeah. He, do you think Howie made the hire, or do you think it was Lurie? I think it was Nick, honestly. You think Sirianni? Yes. Mm. I did. Well, I think it, I think it was a combined effort. I don't think it was Nick saying, hire this guy, hire this guy. I think it was Nick saying, I like this guy. I want to keep things status quo. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I mean, <coughs> you know, it's – I've come down a little bit from my – yeah, you were not Doubt cloud. happy at first. No, nah, I'm, I'm, because he, he what? He was the guy. Who I looked on that list and went, nope, I don't want him. I don't want this guy. Out of everybody else, I'm like, that's the guy that I hope they don't hire, and they did. And I'm mm-hmm. like, God damn! As soon as I saw him, I'm like, I'm so pissed, so pissed. Talked about it with a guy at work, and he was trying to talk me off a ledge, and then he came back the next day and went, Yeah, I was really little, reading a little more on it. I'm kind of with you. But he's like, like I don't like had, this. They had to have seen something. Like they they like because he's a nice guy. I you know what? Here's the thing. No. I know, I know. But here's the thing, like because someone's like, Oh, no, no one gave Sirianni a chance. That's not true. And I have the I have the receipts to prove that I was not anti Nick Sirianni. Even after his first press conference, I still have proof that I was like, Nope, I'm giving this guy I a chance. I was the same way. I've given this guy a chance because I wasn't anti and I wasn't like, oh, Nick Sirianni. I was like, let's see what happens. I, I, I was like, hey, this guy was was looked at as one of the bright young minds in the league. I'm going to judge character here. We just won a Super Bowl and blah, blah, blah. And then there's some dope on fucking Twitter and Facebook who anytime, I mean, anytime he needs, needs a chance to be negative, he's going to jump on it. I'm not going to mention his name. <coughs> I showed you guys <coughs> the message earlier. Um Oh, yo, oh, fucking idiots. Idiots running it. I'm like, they just won a Super Bowl, and they went to another one this year. Like, what do you – Yeah. What do you – fucking idiots. Oh, they're the same – they're cut from the same cloth. I'm like, when I said that, the response about the Super Bowl, he's like, oh, whatever. I'm like, well, no, it's not fucking whatever. You can't is, he, have, is he an Eagles fan? I don't know what he is. Oh, right, I think he's an old curmudgeon, honestly. Right. I think he's the just Eagles an old The Eagles are one dude. of the top – Two since this since three this, this century football since this century they're one of the most successful franchises yeah they're in they're right, in like the, they, the top five right they don't have a lot of the hardware which we wish they did but the Eagles are always they've been there competing for it right I mean other than the Chiefs now with their two who has other than the Patriots a lot of hardware the Patriots and the Chiefs um, it's the Chiefs right now the Steelers. Not no, the, not, not lately. No, not lately. There's, I mean, they, they have two this century, though. 2006, 2008. It's the they Chiefs. They won 2006 and 2008. Mm-hmm. They beat Seattle yeah. and they beat uh, Arizona. They, I didn't realize that they two in three years. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Kansas City's the premier organization in football right now. And they but, became the premier organization because they won this year. Right. The Eagles would have been the premier if they right. won. Right, right. So, so the Eagles are right behind them. You, you know, the all the other teams that won. Yeah, consistency's been been huge, especially in this town. You talk about the great organizations, Green Bay, Pittsburgh. The, Eagle, the Eagles are in the most um, conference championship game since 2000 of any NFL team. Mm-hmm. Right. Seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so definitely. I, I, I hear you. Other than the Patriots. Tr- trust trust uh, Howie, trust the ownership. Yeah, trust, the Patriots are nine. Trust the, hi- you know, trust the hires. I, I get it. I'm just – 
this dude's track record doesn't scream success to me. No, it doesn't. And especially because we need our defense. I think you needed a guy, a veteran guy, who who's going to be a little more aggressive. Um, Van, and Vance Joseph ended up taking another job. All right, so he came here t- for two interviews and took another job, and then took the job in Denver under Sean Payton. Yeah, I, I, and as soon as I saw that he got hired, by I got mad at Sean Payton. I'm mean, like, you fucking purse lip. It would have been like if he didn't sign. Purse lip, fuck, I hate him. So if it much. if it wouldn't have been signed signed so early, it would have been Vic Fangio though, or Fangio, however you say. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, and it, you, he's a good defensive yeah. coach. Yeah. And he'd be a veteran. I know people are all about Rex Ryan coming here, too. Ugh. Yeah, I don't. Ugh. I'm good on that, too. He, was a, he has a good defensive mind, though, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, but he's been out of the league for, what, seven years or so now? Yeah. Like, yeah. Seven years, man. And he's got really white teeth. You know yeah. What I mean? They're going to, you know, shine on, uh, you know. Shine on me, crazy diamond. <laughs> he's got the foot fetish. I get it. Yeah, I forgot about that. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually the first thing I thought of when I thought about thought about him. Jesus Christ! I have no idea what Sean's. Oh, that's not the video he's putting up. No, I don't know. What, I don't know what that. Oh, okay. I can only imagine. I don't know what that was when I just saw that. I have no idea. All right, let's call it, man. <clears throat> Eagles Super Bowl champs, twenty twenty three. Is that what we're calling? Way too early, hot take. No, I'm kidding. Nah, Eagle, I think they, I Eagles think finish eight nine next year. Jesus, let's look at the schedule. Let's look at the schedule. I gotta, I gotta go back to the uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think they uh, win a division next year. Me neither. Really? Yeah, no. I think they lose too much. Yeah. Um, Wow. I think they take a step back. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a year or two before they're really viable I again. I agree with him. And just Super Bowl hangover. They got lucky with injuries this year. They're due for injuries. They're they're going to have to do a little bit of a retool. The rookies coming in. So you think Dallas wins it? I'm not, I don't know. Hmm. Danny Dimes and his $50 million a year next year. Giants? No, I don't know. Let's look at the schedule. I'm not going there yet. I don't know, man. We'll see. Uh, Jason May said, I think Schwartz set the new philosophy here. And this dude, I bet, is similar. I, I agree with him on that. Uh, Jay Parr said, thanks, guys, for another great show. Nice. Dave Peterson said, uh, another fun Friday evening with Corner Pod Sports. Always fun to gather with friends to bitch, grieve, and laugh and talk all Philly sports. Uh, Dave, I hope the um, benefit went well, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hope it, I hope everything went okay. Uh, please let me know uh, private. Pr- let us know privately how it went. Yeah. <clears throat> See you next week. Yep, absolutely. Jason says thirteen plus wins next year. Mm. Mm. Tough schedule next week. I hope you're right. I, next I year, could, I can see thirteen wins. Mm. Jason, I'm going to the Berg scene. I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to hit you up. Mm. Oh, Jason, naming a restaurant in Pittsburgh, famous uh, because of the P and brothers, coleslaw and French fries on their burgers. Please, it's. Pr- God, I can't think of the name. He said, "Suck it." Uh, no, Pussy brothers. No, no, it's 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 an Italian name. Yeah, Priamani's, Priamani's brothers. That's it. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, thanks, dude. And he said, "Suck." And they, and they said, "I'm with you, Jason. Suck it." <laughs> See you guys so much, Corner Pot Sports. Uh, thanks, guys. Again. 
We thank you guys for uh, listening. And uh, in two weeks, we are at the relief room. Uh, that's not open to the public. Uh, but April 7th, open to all. Naked Brewing Company, Huntington Valley, uh, Pennsylvania, 51 Buck Road. Open to all. We have giveaways. We have, uh, you know, we'll do trivia. We'll have a good time. Good beer. Good, uh, great beer. Yeah, have, have come out and have a good time. Welcome to Hopefully everybody. they got highly inappropriate on. They might. I haven't been there in a while, man. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, eighth anniversary show. So we'll see you guys next week. Corner Puff Sports says. Penis out.